This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. You know what else I hate? I hate potholes. Right? I hate, like... The, oh, I shouldn't say this because everybody hates potholes. Like, yeah. I don't want to make it like a declaration. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. the only one. Just me. Solo pothole hater. That's me. Hello. Oh, you you don't hate oh, potholes? Oh, I love them. I drive yeah. straight into them whenever I see them. Yeah, like, you're literally across on the yeah. opposite side yeah. because you're like, no, I want to oh, hit that I don't want to miss that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I hate, though, is like right now is an overabundance of potholes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. It's bad after every winter, but this winter is really bad. Yeah, and I feel like it's not like this winter was the worst winter we've had in, like, years. Mm -hmm. It just was worse than last year. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, the year before, I think it was about the same. It feels worse because it's long. It's a long winter. Well, yeah, because we can't it's even shake it now. Freaking May and it's still we snowing. We can't even out. shake it. I'm so, like, unshook, I didn't even shave for this. Yeah. And normally I do. I, I it's like rare I like the unshaving look, though. Oh, you know, you gotta look good for the ladies. There's there three might be or four three, maybe three. Yeah. I think we're up to 70 now. Might be a guy in the mid of transition. You might have that going on. Or maybe just the dudes. Or just the dudes. You never know. You just never know, dudes. and we don't discriminate or uh, get rid of like anybody. Nobody is off Don't discriminate, don't annihilate. Yeah, that's... There you go. There you I go. like that. Don't discriminate, don't annihilate. I gotta come up with more sayings so we can have a shirt line. That's true. That's mm. true. We've actually slacked off on the shirts. We have. The shirts, have. sayings, and whatnot. Mm. Um, so. So. I have done this in a while. This is going to be huge. I don't remember what episode this is anymore. 30. It's got to be. Isn't it 40? I think. Didn't we work it out that this Are was Are we in 40? the 40s? Or it was going to be 40. It was going to be 40. But we also plan on doing the Captain Marvels That's in right. between. That's right. A Tale of Two Marvels. Yes. Thought of that myself. <laughs> yeah. So like look it. forward to A Tale of Two Marvels, uh, fellow geek pants wearers. No. 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 Practice that one. No. Let that one stew for a while. Yeah. Yeah, because we got to figure. Geek pantsers? No, because it, it sounds like... No, it sounds like someone's pants. removing our geek pants. Yeah, that's no, right. No, that's just like, staying on. That, that one lone guy yeah. is pantsing us. He's yeah. the geek pantser. The geek no pantser. Thanks. No thanks. <laughs> um, well, we came up with a villain, at least. That's cool. That's true. Yeah. yeah. For all of those guys yeah. back in the day that was like, comic books suck. Mm -hmm. The geek pantser. The geek pantser. Uh, yeah, now they're the which, cool thing. We are, we are no, geek going. pants. Keep going. We are I'm geek just... pants. Hi. I think, or is... Our, yeah, no, we're... Okay, we are? We are. So, we yeah, have been yeah. Geek Pants for 37 episodes as of now. I believe that. That's probably a good number. I think we're at 37. That sounds about right with our math. Yeah. We did a shit ton of Monster March. Yeah. Monster March was fun, actually. That we just, we destroyed the Camcast, and then we were like, we're done. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. We'll give people... Taking a break. month off, that was too much work. That's... <laughs> that's right. But, uh, so, so Geek Pants, we're back in action. Hello, hello. Starting May 1st, we're back in action. This is the day we're filming this, yes. okay? Yeah. It won't come out until much later. But this is to let you know we're back in action. Here especially because uh, we have just witnessed the culmination of 11 years 
22 movies. And 22 movies. So, like, it's huge. This is huge. It is an ending. It is a beginning. It is, in some cases, a continuation. But this is absolutely huge. And I think the only thing that could possibly be huger than this right now, this, this is what we're talking about, which is Avengers Endgame. It, well, do you have a guess what could be huger than what we're talking about? No. The spoilers! The spoilers are going to be huger than this. Whoa. Because we, there's nothing that we're going to say about Avengers Endgame that is not a spoiler. I was going to go with James Cameron's Rage. Fair enough. That's going to be pretty huge. Fair enough, because he's probably pissed that yeah. there's still superhero movies yeah. being made. Fucking tights are beating me. Not yet, but soon. $1.2 in three days? Look out, Avatar. Look out. Titanic? Yeah, well, Titanic will be sunk. Yeah, that's right. Because, like, there's all these I think little jumps. I think there's a good $300 million between Titanic and Avatar. Yeah, so. there's all... There's all these little jumps, and then it's. Uh, and then you get to the big, the big club, the which big is, ones. I think, what's in the two billion club? I think just Infinity War, The Force Awakens, Avatar, and Titanic. Pretty sure that's it. That's it. Pretty sure that's that it. That is literally it for the two Before. billion club. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the spoilers. There is nothing like. Nothing at all that we talk about will not be a spoiler so if you haven't seen the movie what the hell are you watch. waiting for don't watch exactly like you shouldn't even be here yeah a week from now or whenever this comes out approximately a week i'm gonna try to push it for a good three days as soon as possible but if you when you see this if you haven't seen it yet go out and see mm -hmm. it okay like we're on youtube we're not going anywhere yeah we're on spotify yeah no SoundCloud. That's the other one. That's, That's the, the S one. Yes. So we're on SoundCloud. We're not going anywhere. We're on Facebook. We're not going anywhere. Maybe Spotify Instagram, one day. We're not going anywhere. Twitter. We're not going anywhere. iTunes. We're not going anywhere. Say Facebook. I said Facebook. I think that's mobile. I said Facebook. I said YouTube. I said like erroneously. Good yeah. word. Said Spotify. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. I prepped. I fixed it. I mean, you fixed SoundCloud. it. You fixed it. I said Twitter. Yes. Instagram. So yeah. I think we're good. And uh, iTunes. I also said that. That's it. So that would be it. A wonderful six. Thank you. More importantly, but yeah, more important. Actually, the most important is if you don't want this to be spoiled for you, uh, don't watch this mm. because I'm I'm going to spoil everything. Kenneth is going to spoil everything. I'm gonna uh, try my best. Not oh, who am I kidding? If Penny manages to get in here, she's going guy, to spoil everything. Shit. Yeah. Okay. It may not be like Avengers Endgame, but it might be the mood because we might be somber and then all of a sudden be like, oh, Penny. Oh! You look great with your haircut. <clears throat> By the way, I'm Ken, and that's Chris. I just, I love that Penny got an introduction first. And then Sometimes it's just fitting that way. We might not even meet her in this episode. It's yeah. just one of those things where you have to watch every episode, because one day... They forgot the shot of raspberry. You put a shot of raspberry in the coffee? All the time, no. Really? Anytime I go to Tim Hortons? A shot of raspberry. Yeah, I go dark roast with uh, one sugar, mm -hmm. one milk. Yeah. Has milk, not cream, and a shot of raspberry. Mm. It was one of those where I, I did it on a whim, and ever since then I'm like, uh, I don't even mm. care. Delish. We're Canadian, we say raspberry, not rasp berry. Really? Yeah. Who says rasp berry? Who Have does you ever actually? pronounced the berry as rasp? No, berry. I've always said raspberry, but Rasp. who says raspberry? Raspberry. Raspberry. Where have you heard that? Oh, I'm sure somewhere down south. We're Canadians. We talk funny. I'm just assuming that raspberry 
It's going to sound funny to someone else. I feel like this was a rant that you realized quickly was going sideways. (laughs) And you're like, "Uh, somewhere in the south, I guess. (laughs) Not up north, because no one lives up there. We we talk funny. (laughs) We don't talk funny. It's other people that hear us that think we talk funny. Right. Yeah. And they're talking funny. That's right. The only time talking because like I f- for us personally like unless we're talking about Newfoundland Newfoundlandians 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 there that's ah. a better way to pronounce it um, for the most part we don't sound like inherently stupid you know what I mean like the South for instance yes like a Southerner if you were talking to a Southern doctor and he was like yeah you got to get your head checked out your first thought would be like I'd like a second opinion. Because you sound retarded. Or mentally challenged, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't immediately just be like, yeah, sure. I'm celebrating the 70 subscribers we had now. And suddenly I think it's going to drop. I don't think so, because I'm saying that... We're going to lose our, our newfoundlandiers. You know? You already like, messed it up. It's foundlandians. I'm pretty sure it's just Newfoundlanders. You might be right. I don't think there's an Ian's in you, uh, there. <laughs> you know what? Because my ego prevents me from saying you're right, Absolutely. you might be right. It's almost as big as the spoilers totally in this episode. Actually. You totally are right, though. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said Newfoundlanders, I was like, that's right. That is exactly that sounds, the word that, sounds way that I was looking for, yeah. but I decided to add 14 you more syllables. whole thing there. Hence why I couldn't pronounce it at all. So anyway. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Is... Uh, well, we've already talked. It's already like $1.2 billion. It's more now. More now already. It's like $1.4 right now. I think I looked earlier today and domestically it's already at like $450 million, Which is insane. Which is like halfway to like the number one movie of all time. Yeah, exactly. In in North America. Yeah, so. like, like that alone is incredible. Um, the fact that like... The fact that we took 11 years and 22 movies to get to this point, and the really cool part is, is that, like, in retrospect, you don't have to watch all of these movies. No. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, Michelle has watched all but, I believe, uh, well, I know for a fact Captain Marvel she hasn't watched, mm-hmm. and uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Okay, so those are the two. Right, and I'm sure she had no problem watching the last two Avengers without watching those movies. Well, that's exactly it. Well, I mean, Avengers Infinity War, you don't need Captain Marvel, because that came after. Yeah. Realistically... But in- even for Endgame, you don't need Captain Marvel, because she doesn't do much in Endgame. Yeah, and that's what I said to a guy that I work with, uh, Alex Daniels, who I think might be the first time I've name-dropped him, possibly the second. Really? Possibly the second. Well, in case it's the first. Hi, Alex! Hey, buddy! If it's the second, hi, Alex. Hello again. And uh, what I said to him was, the nice part, one of the nice things about Endgame is that you don't actually have to watch every single movie. In fact, you don't even really have to watch Infinity War to watch Endgame. It's recommended, like I would, I said, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but you don't need to. Like, even Michelle, because she hadn't watched Infinity War in quite some time, there's only a couple of questions that she had, but most of it was just down to her, like, not quite remembering. You know? Okay, yeah. But that's what pretty much it. Like most of it, you can kind of piece together. The only thing that you won't get, in my opinion, is the emotional resonance, and the, like the well, the heartbreak, and the emotional payoff mm-hmm. that you would have if you were with these guys, with these characters. Not necessarily. Well, yeah, for in some of these cases, from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because. Uh, 
Well, Cap and Iron Man, because they're the two big, big, big ones. And Thor. They're, yeah, Thor's there at the same time, but I would say that Cap and Iron Man are larger. Yeah, those are the two big ones. Those are the two that have the biggest story arcs yeah. that actually finish in this movie. Thor's is, <coughs> isn't done yet. It, it's left where it, it might be, it might not be. It's no, it's not done yet. I don't know how you can even tell me that it's done. Or like it might well, be. Well, I don't want to jump right into the end of the movie, but we'll get to that point where I tell you that you're okay. wrong. Okay, um, okay, all right, okay. So. No, I'm really excited to talk about this, Chris, because you are a time travel guru. You take that shit seriously. Yeah, so I as was, seriously I as I can, but I remember to... saying this right before we watched that movie. Yeah. And what I said was one of my biggest problems is when movies lay out the rules that you have to follow for time travel to happen in their world, mm -hmm. but then don't actually follow those rules. Right. You know, or figure out a way to get around it where it's just kind of like, well, then why would you set the rules like that? You know? So, uh, so Endgame does a really good job of setting the rules almost by omitting the previous time travel movies. Because right. they go through the list. Yeah, they definitely... They like, Back make... to the Future, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted, bullshit. Astronauts, why do I think they even said two? And I was yeah. like, oh, They fuck. even dropped a lot. Bullshit. And they're all bullshit. Like, even the big one where they talk about, uh, if you go back in the past uh, to change the... Like, if you go back and try to change the past to change the future their rules were that the future still happens. Yeah. It's going to happen one way or another, uh, which is one of the one of the various time travel rules, like, mm -hmm. in some of the versions. So, like, when they said that, I was like, okay, that's kind of nice. Like, in fact, like, to reference one of the comic books, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider, ah. Frank Castle, the Cosmic Ghost Rider, right. apparently goes back in time to kill a baby Thanos... Yeah. Right? Which they reference in the movie. Mm -hmm. At the last second, decides, no, wait, I'm going to raise him. And he ends up becoming Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> right? Still not a good guy no. by any means, but that's not necessarily Thanos. But he still becomes worse than he would have been yeah. had he been killed. Right? Or he kills more people regardless. Mm -hmm. So that, that kind of theory where you don't ultimately change the future... I was like, okay, all right, I see that. Like, so they can't go back in the past to fuck over Thanos. That's gonna happen. But what it is is now to make sure that they can fix, like, bring back the people that are gone. Yeah. Which is a great premise for the movie, you know. Especially after they kill Thanos in the first ten minutes of the fucking movie. Ten fifteen. Fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, because it got a little bit. It's a, a decent length to begin with uh, Tony and Nebula. The ship. That's right, yes. And, yeah. and you have and that big huge like and, and man, like Tony being rail thin oh, with that list that he had because he yeah. could barely speak properly because it's oh, I was just like use that Captain America tech on him to make him look all lanky. Yeah, but like when uh when he was on the ship, you don't really notice it until he gets off the ship and mm -hmm. then and he's surrounded yeah. by all these like healthy people, then you're like, Oh yeah, man. you are looking rough, dude. Oh, and like, like even that one scene real, where they, uh, they have Tony about to hand Nebula some food, and she's literally like, "No, you eat it." And then he's just like, "Yeah, okay." And it's like, 
Well, yeah, of course you should eat this shit, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like... Uh, oh, before I go any further, I, I want to say this, though. Uh, the trailers. I was anti-trailer towards, like, once we were leading up to it. Yeah. And after watching the movie... And I knew, like... Because the Russos did this in Infinity War, where they changed things in the trailers, or they omit things in the trailers... But even then, I was still just like, yeah, I don't really want to watch too many of these trailers, right? Mm. Uh, but even if you watched every, like, every second of the trailers, like the 30-second snippets, the three-second snippets, it didn't matter. You, nothing was ruined. It didn't matter Nothing at was all. ruined by this. They like, said everything like said, in the trailer was the first half hour of the movie, and then the later trailers, they, they, they threw in that one little small clip. Of, like, Thanos sitting in the yard, and, and you see, like, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man walking. Yeah, there was that. Uh, they would show a couple of shots where, like, Cap's all busted up, like, yeah. beaten up, in yeah. the, and that's towards the end of the movie. But other than that, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think, like, if more movies followed that template, hell, lie to me. At this point, I'm okay if you lie to me. If I go to that theater and I go, oh, I watched the 90% of this movie in the trailers. I'm glad I spent $15 They could have showed that, that one one-minute teaser, and that would have been enough. You know? But even, like, uh, so right away in, in the, the ship, like, there was rumors that Nebula somehow saved Tony Stark. You know what I mean? And I was mm -hmm. just like, whatever, that's fine. But then when you watch the trailers, and Nebula's, or the actual movie, and Nebula's in the ship with him. Yeah. And it's not so much that she saved him, it's just they were the only two that survived the snapping, as I've been... The I've heard it called, which I thought was hilarious. I like that more than the, the decimation. That's the other one I've been hearing. Yeah, the decimation, I like that as sort of like like the global phenomenon, yeah. is the decimation, because, I mean, how many normal Joes are going to know that Thanos snapped it, right? Yeah. But for the heroes to refer to it as the snapping, that... The snapping. That is clever. <laughs> but uh, and I, I I don't know where I heard that from, so I can't take credit. For, you know what? I don't know where I heard it from because I'm taking credit for it. I came up with the snapping. Probably M Night Shyamalan came up. with Prove me wrong. No, he came up with the crapping. No, the, wait, what was the other? The snapping. It's when Mother Nature turned against the humans. But what was, if it was just Thanos snapped that turned against? It was the called humans? the crapping, though, wasn't it? The the crapping. The crapping. The crapping. <laughs> no, wait. It's the happening. <laughs> Happening. But it is the crapping more than more than anything else. Yeah. You know what's bad when I look at the trailer and I go, oh, you got Zoe Deschanel, who I kind of like. Uh, you got Mark Wahlberg, who I like. Yeah. He's a big fan. Yeah. This is an interesting role for him to do mm -hmm. an M, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Uh, and he's getting chased by what looks to me like a lawnmower. No thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I am good. I don't need to see that. Oh, Mother Nature? Uh, that's You had me at I'm not watching yeah. it. Right. But, like, I mean, they had long shots of Tony sitting on uh, the nebula. Not the nebula. The uh, Mariah Carey? No. Mal <laughs> Alyssa Milano. That's what it is. The Milano, yeah. The Milano. Yeah. And, uh, and it just shows him by himself. But when you watch the movie, that's him with nebula just kind of hanging out. And I got a kick out of that football scene that they were doing. Yeah. I was like, man, that's hilarious. Especially because she's literally like, oof, oof. And they're just yeah. like, was that fun? Did you have fun? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's so great. Nebula was amazing in this. Nebula is, I... is like one of my favorite characters in the Guardians movies because like you feel for in Guardians 1 because all she wants to do is want her father, Thanos, to be, or Thanos as they pronounce it. Thanos. To be like, yeah, you're a great daughter. High five. Instead he just beats her 
fucking rips her apart. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't give two fucks for her. His own flesh and blood, but Gamora's the one that he's like, you're my favorite. Mm-hmm. You. Green skin and everything. You're my favorite. <laughs> I love you so much I killed your mom and half your planet just mm-hmm. to get you. That's pretty sweet. You know, but uh, the one I actually uh, fathered with my yeah. genes. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Gross. Rip her apart, make her half robotic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, or even put her in a position where she starts upgrading herself because she wants to just be better, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but then in Guardians 2, and you know, you call it where you're just like, uh, oh, spoilers from Guardians 2, it's an amazing movie. Um, <laughs> so eventually Gamora and Nebula just kind of get, like they become sisters and yeah. friends and I was like, man, that's so great. Like I'm really glad that they took that route with her as opposed to the <laughs> comics route. Because yeah. even like, like, they were calling for Nebula to get the gauntlet, too. Just like she did in Infinity Gauntlet. And I'm glad that she didn't at all. Because even I said it. At one point, I was like, she's going to take the gauntlet. But I'm glad that they didn't, especially because at one point, you end up having... And this is jumping ahead a bit, but you end up having two Nebulas. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that because now you had Nebula from two sides of the same coin. And I was just... It was... You see how good she is now... And it was just great. And she's a, she's a great actress, for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kieran... Karen Gillan? Is it pronounced Karen? Karen. Oh. S- oh, Scottish. So it's Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's great. She's gorgeous. Um, I I believe you could say that she is... Well, you did say. But she's, I, I believe in general you 100%. could... Except... Oh, man. Like... <laughs> even bald-headed, painted purple and blue with cybernetic implants? I'm more into the, the, the not with that. Yeah, but you wouldn't say no. Uh, I mean, if I was like Quill on a ship surrounded by aliens, it'd probably be a totally normal thing. No, even if you were Kenneth. Wait a minute, are we talking about Karen actually just in her makeup and stuff? Or are we talking about Nebula? That's a difference. Is it though? It is. How so? It is, because it's just Karen. I can rub that shit off. And it's good. No, I still think I still think that you would do. You it. think I would hook up with? I probably would. I don't know. I, have I a, would. I have a wife. I would. In an alternate reality caused by a quantum realm. Check this jump. out. Check this out. I would. Now. Michelle doesn't watch these, does she? I would not. Does she watch these? I would. Yeah. Would not. Okay. Okay. There we go. I would go Wasp first if we're going to play this game. It's Evangeline Lily. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> to be flat out honest, I would do Peggy Carter. Oh! Yeah. The choice. Yeah, I like... And, and I'm a sucker for Scarlett Johansson. We're not... Now we're just dirty asshole guys talking about a movie. Especially like all the girls. it's not even like we would take them out on a nice date. It would just be like I would subject them to my sexual, <laughs> my sexual prowess. You know what I mean? I would take Peggy Carter. Well, I would take Haley Atwell yeah. out on a date. Nail it. And I would do that too <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a dirt bag. Woohoo! And that's been our episode of Rangoing Cat. <laughs> but all jokes aside. um... All jokes aside, so I love Nebula in this movie. I absolutely really love Nebula in this movie. Like, more so, and I'm glad that it... Because like I was saying, like, this is a progression, so her story isn't quite finished yet. 
No. Which I like because, and I'm also glad that like like with the Guardian stuff that she became a bigger character and more accepted. Like while at the end of Guardians two, you're like, she's a Guardian. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. You know. Um, excuse me. But her and Tony uh, worked really well together, and uh, I uh, I've been like watching a ton of internet or YouTube videos on uh, the Marvel Universe lately. Yeah, me too. And I gotta say, like, there's a lot of people not liking Endgame. There are things that I'm not like. Overall, this is an absolutely perfect comic book movie. Yeah. As long as you don't think about it too much. Right, and the thing is, I watched it twice. And I've had time to think about it. And I'm starting to find little things. I watched it the little things immediately, that me. immediately yeah. after when we left the theater. I started to think about it. Yeah. And I started to go, okay, but you know, you, you do this with the thread and all of a sudden you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I, uh, I, I watched it halfway through since on a fairly decent cam copy. Oh, okay. Audio is actually pretty good on this. Nice. Uh, there's only so far, like, a one particular scene that's blocked out because the dude was obviously hiding <laughs> what he was doing. Um, but the sound stayed through. But anyway, uh, and, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing where you just kind of go like, eh, eh, you know? And, uh, yeah. But having said that, it still doesn't detract from the fact that this is a perfect comic book movie because even when I was watching this, at the end of this movie, the first time around... Uh, it felt like that big, huge blockbuster, like double-sized last issue of that big, huge cross uh, company, uh-huh. the multi-covered, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the cross-country, no, cover, cross-company crossover. That's what I'm more cross crossover. Cross crossover is the over. word I'm looking for. Crossover. Like like Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet or Civil War, where like it an event ends. Yeah. Yes, that's it. An yeah. event book where it ends in a way that is an ending for some of these characters, yeah. a new beginning for some of these characters, a return to the status quo for some of these characters. You know what I mean? So you could really take the screenplay and break it into a miniseries. Hundred percent. Like. Double-sized first issue, easily them killing Thanos, the first version. Yep. Last issue, easily the big battle at the end. Like, it's yeah, easily... Yeah, exactly. Like, and the story break is 100%. But like, not like a 12-issue Bendis version. <laughs> no, 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 like a 6, 7-issue. <laughs> not movie. like his Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like, 8 issues, you're like... It just keeps going. <laughs> can, it's like, can you guys stop talking? Right, issue 5 or 7 are like, Good news, everyone, we've added another issue. Oh, awesome. Oh. Is there going to be more talking, or is it going to be more fighting, or is it more time travel? Because yeah. Age of Ultron was big on time travel. I miss Mark Millar. The Civil War, now that's an event series done right. That is an event series done right, um, and I have yet to see one since then that I feel has been done just as well. Civil War 2 didn't even need to happen. Yeah, well that was Bendis again. But that didn't even need to happen. But anyway, before we <laughs> get on all. that Not tangent. Not at all. That's very forgetful. Before we get on to that tangent. So, Tony Stark is now back on Earth. Yes. You know, and like... Saved by Captain Marvel. Saved by Captain Marvel. And I like a lot of people were just like... Uh, like it was too quick or something like that. Like it was just kind of out of nowhere. But I was like, yeah, but I mean it makes sense that Captain Marvel would be the one to save him. Because who else could do it? I read a lot of complaints online saying that it should have been Thor. 
Because it would make sense for Thor to look for Tony more than some girl that just got to Earth. But she wants really, to help out, though. Yeah, she wants to help out, but what's saving Tony? And they don't even know if Tony's alive, do they? Or were they get? Because they didn't really explain whether they were getting his transmissions from the helmet. Oh, that's true. That's true. I never even thought of that. Right? That is very true. They um, had no idea where he went, unless he had some kind of GPS. Yeah, the only other major gripe I saw... Like, I get your points with how there's no emotional connection for her. Why would she give a fuck? Exactly. But, like, I mean... Uh, I It was almost one of those things where, like, the way they played it out where it was one of those where she... It felt like, to me, she wasn't even looking for him. She just kind of found just him. Just stumbled across him. You know? Because, you know, Titan was home to a massive energy surge. Right, and, and Stark says he got kind of far from Titan, but then the, the ship shut down. Right. So he'd be in the vicinity still. You know, and she they make it seem like she can clearly see through the window to see a human being. Yeah. So what's stopping her from popping into this ship and going like, hey, you're a human. And he goes like, I'm Iron Man. And she goes, oh, I'm... Uh, Carol Danvers. Has she even called herself Captain Marvel yet? No, she's only been called Marvel. I haven't heard it in the, her movie or this. No, no one's called her Captain Marvel I was Marvel fully yet. expecting It's only a, Marvel that I've heard. I was fully expecting a Captain-Captain moment between America and Marvel. Yeah, so was I. So yeah. was I. Because, uh, like, you know, that's one of those, like, pass-the-torch type deals that you thought you were going to get. But, yeah. Uh, bec- I think because of the other torch passing that we got, mm. that's why we haven't got that yet. I actually read... Um, the writer said that Captain Marvel wasn't in this film very much because they actually shot this before her own movie. Yeah, they, I know. I, I they read had that too. no idea how she was going to be played out yeah, in her own movie. Exactly. I, I read that too. Um, but real quick about the Russos, uh, with Tony Stark in particular, I remember like you and I both were getting to a point with Tony where we were just like, "Fuck!" Like. Come on, buddy. And I remember distinctly it was Age of Ultron, like Avengers 2, where I was at my height of like, ugh, like, why are you like this? Like, you're not even likable, in mm-hmm. my opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But then you uh, fast forward to Civil War, and like I said on our previous campcast where we talked about Civil War... Or phase three, or no, phase two. Phase two. Phase two. Three. Three. Yes, phase three. That's right. That's right. So we're like, yeah, where they don't play Tony Stark out to be like the bad guy. Tony Stark isn't like uh, constantly making these like jokes and being like Tony Snark as the running gag was. He was actually uh, way more fleshed out in this movie than I even feel in his third movie which did talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, but it was also a Shane Black movie, so it was very much a Shane Black, Tony Stark movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas this was, like, Tony Stark... Like, just even, like, when they had that teased bit of uh, banter between him, or Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers in Age of Ultron 2, where it was just really more or less like, yeah, 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 but but I'm Iron Man type of thing. It was more or less like, oh, but I'm trying to do this, whereas yeah. in this one, he's just like, guys, like, I'm just... This is what's happening, and I'm trying to stop this. And like, you f- could see both sides without being like, like I like I said, like I was a Captain America guy, 100%. but I wasn't dispute like disputing Tony Stark. Yeah, I, was it's just like, saying, I totally get what you're saying. Exactly. Plus, he had a daughter. So in uh, 
in this movie, like the Russos in particular, it's... I hope that they continue making Marvel movies. I know that they'll, if they're smart, they'll take a break. They're taking a break. They're actually working on the Stanley biopic. That's awesome. Yeah. But I would like for them to spend more time in these universes because they get... They, they get they these get characters. It. They, they get, get it. these they're characters. They're like James Gunn. They... Like James you know, Gunn gets it. Like Whedon, I don't think really got it. Well, you know, I and that's like, that's one of the things that I was gonna say was I feel like I feel like we should do a retrospective for Captain America and Iron Man and rewatch the movies and then devote like an episode to each and just say this is where they started and this is where they ended and where were some of the weak points mm-hmm. because Whedon is a weak point for both of them. Specifically, Avengers two. Yes, that's the the big one. But even in Avengers, but I feel like if we rewatch them, it'll be a better idea. Mm-hmm. But it might even be something that we add on a website that we may or may not be coming out with at some time in the near future. Yeah, who knows if geekpantsmedia.com will ever be a thing in the near future? Who knows? It might even have articles written by me or you or. Maybe a corner where I get to pitch us. any of my grievances, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like in wrestling or yeah. comic books or whatever. It whatever. may or may not happen in the near future. The sky is the limit. Well, unless, now you're, we know. unless you're Captain Marvel, then you just keep on going for it. I know. Now we know yeah. that it's actually to infinity and beyond. 3,000. That's right. 3,000. Ugh. Um... But I feel like that's something that we should do in the near in the near future, simply because I like that actually. Yeah. A retrospect. Yeah. I could have both of them. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Like I mean, simply because, like they're the two biggest anchors in this. We could do uh, one for Thor as well, which I don't see an issue with. Well, I gotta tell you what the low point is gonna be. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, anyway. So getting yeah. back to this. So. Uh, so Captain Marvel finds the ship, flies the ship back to Earth, yep. effectively saving Tony Stark's life, and to some degree Nebulas. Because mm-hmm. yeah, she's an alien, but I get the feeling she wasn't going to be around for yeah, much longer. Yeah, she's got to eat or something eventually. Right? And immediately you have Tony Stark. Like, I actually like how right away Tony says to, to Captain America, he's like, I lost the kid. And then Cap's just like, Tony, we lost. We lost. And, you know, like, and I, I remember, I go back to Homecoming, where you're like, it's an Iron Man movie. And I maintain that there should have been at least some sort of Ben Parker in this. Okay, I maintain that. But having Iron Man as his surrogate dad isn't as bad as you're making it out to be, because there's precedence for it. <clears throat> there's precedent for it in the main 619 Marvel Universe around the Civil War time because that's the first time that they actually explored Tony as a surrogate dad to Peter Parker yeah and it's the only one of the few times that they actually had him say like Tony or that Peter Parker looks up to him I was never really against that I was against the fact that they just ignored Ben's existence yeah Completely. I still maintain I still Completely. maintain that like they should have had something like a picture. We talked about this. Yeah. Like even just a fucking picture. Mm-hmm. doesn't even have to be anything extravagant. Yeah. A picture shot of a grave. Don't even show me the name. But if you show, showed me a grave, 
like Peter at the grave, I'd go, that's Ben Parker. You know? Um, if we were to contrast that with, say, Spider-Man PS4, mm. okay, or Insomniac Spider-Man, that is the perfect Spider-Man movie. Yes. 100%. 100%. You've aged him, so he's been Spider-Man for eight years. Yep. But he's still Peter Parker. He's still Spider-Man. He's in the first 20 or first two minutes of the game, you've got Peter Parker in his apartment looking at bills, hearing the police scanner. Looking at bills, here's the police scanner. What is he going to do? He goes out to, uh, to help out with the police scanner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's made the choice. I'll pay that later. I will pay my rent later. I got to go save this. Mm-hmm. You know? And not to get too, uh, too much on a rant on Spider-Man PS4, but like, one of the things that I love about Spider-Man is that life shits on him. Constantly. Even when everything he's doing is the right thing, life still goes, yeah, but this happened. This yeah. happened. This happened. So, um, I feel like it wasn't until like the last half hour of that movie, Homecoming, where he really starts to get it. No matter how much good he's going to do, this is going to happen, but he still is a hero anyway. Yeah. Okay? But the surrogate dad stuff, no, okay, I must have misinterpreted it as you being against that aspect, but I I realize now that, yeah, you're right, the problem isn't so much that he's a surrogate dad, it's that they did that in place of... Yeah, because he was Spider-Man when Tony met him, so what made him Spider-Man? Right. We're totally ignoring that fact. Right. You know what I mean? So... Except that we're also talking about a Peter Parker that was created in amongst superheroes that have been around for a long time. Right. So, yeah, like, I also do like, at least in Civil War... That, and in, in uh, you know, Homecoming, that you've got Peter Parker looking up to both Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. Which they have that in the comic books. And they got it here again. Yeah, which... Endgame. Yeah, which... Which I loved. I was so happy for that, you it, know. What do you say? A queen's heads up? And he throws him a gun on it? Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you just mention Spider-Man at the end of the movie? I guess he comes back. I jumped ahead. Although anyone that watched the uh, trailers for Spider-Man Far From Home would know... He comes back. That he comes back. So, um, I don't want to go through like the movie like line for line. No, because it'd be a 10-hour episode. Scene for scene. But, like... So, I remember about a year ago that uh, there was like a, a leak about how in the first like half hour that they were going to kill Thanos... Then it was going to skip ahead five years, and then the time travel stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, just try to forget that part. So then when I did actually watch it, I was like... I heard oh, you say okay. that. Oh, they did go five years. Yeah, they did yeah. go five years. Because I was like... Because I, I don't like the uh, the jumps. When they do jumps like that, a lot of times I don't like... They did it in Dark Knight Rises, and that's still one of the biggest reasons why I hate that movie. Not, don't hate it, but dislike it. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, so they, you know, they killed Thanos, which, it was a brutal beheading, too. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Thor was going to do it. And then that great line. I went to what head. did you do? Yeah. I went for the head. Yeah, but, see, and this is the thing where, like, I, I, I find it unfortunate that a lot of these Marvel actors are going to get typecast as, as just superhero movies. Yeah. But there's so much acting in these movies that it's crazy 
Thor goes for the head, says that line, but he's not like, fuck yeah. He's, no, he's like broken. He's broken. Like, and this was no the way, thing that was no supposed way I can to bring back anyone. This was the thing that was supposed to make everything okay. Yeah. You know, killing Thanos was supposed to be like, okay, yeah, I didn't then. But now it's okay. And it's still not okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, or even the fact that like like Tony is basically if he could, he'd have physically slapped Steve Rogers. You know what I mean? Like, yep. he's just like, we should have done this together. Like, you said all these things, and none of it. None of it. And he's essentially saying, go fuck yourselves. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm done with it. I'm not helping any one of you. Right? So I was like, okay. Like, holy fuck. Like, this is... He was upset. It's understandable. To a degree. They I mean, all He lost. did have the phone that Captain gave to him. and said, call me when you need me. That's right. And he didn't and call Bruce the phone. And Bruce had to call him. Yeah. You know? So. Eh. Speaking of Bruce... Smart Hulk, the professor. Yeah. You know what I didn't like? When he was a fucking douchey guy at the restaurant. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, dab. The dab was like, <laughs> what? Hulk dab. Like, if it would be one thing if he was just like, like he's saying, like, listen to your mom, you know, she knows best, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But he was like trying to live the life like a celebrity, which that part, that was the only time in the whole movie that I was like, that's out of character for, for him. Because you never got any sense in any of the movies, even in that... Ruffalo's always movie. been kind of goofy right from the start, though. Like, he is... He is not the banner I'm used to. Like, I'm reading a Mortal Hulk right now. How that's is that banner, banner that I think of? How is that? Fucking amazing. Yeah, that's all I've been hearing. Easily the best Marvel book on the stands right now. Really? It's straight up horror, man. That's the thing that really like, struck out... Like... St- stuck for me. I was like, whoa, I don't know... Like, that's why I've held off those. Because I wasn't sure how Joe, I it. Joe Bennett is doing the art... I've seen that. His art is amazing. And he, him and Al Ewing, the, the writer, they love John Carpenter's The Thing. So their thing is like, when he's transforming, it's straight up poor John Carpenter well, style. Well, I mean. And it's it's gruesome, man. It's gruesome. That's, like, that's one thing. The you, teeth but and everything they showed Bennett off. of all people. Yeah. You would never, like, I've seen his stuff now, and I'm like, I would never have thought this was coming out of him. Yeah. You know, the, the, Joe Bennett was the... I'm not even sure. I yeah. just don't remember anything other than that going like, this is totally out of his wheelhouse. I'm going to show you something. I'll, I'll put it up here on the screen so everyone else can see it too. Um, but anyway, so the dab, the the douchey Hulk part I thought was like, the uh, the thing that was though is that you never see it again. No, no, he kind of... It's uh, that one little stint and then it's just right back to the normal Hulk that we're used to for the last like, yeah. you know, eight, uh, six movies? Avengers 23, Thor. No. Immortal. Or Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, that's so six, yeah. I guess you kind of okay. count that still. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it counts. It does count. Okay, check this out. This is Joe Bennett's variant cover for Immortal Hulk number 16. Oh, that's gross. That is gr- But that's fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, so... <laughs> so yeah, Professor Hulk, I, I thought it was funny. I laughed at a couple parts in that scene like where Ammon's like, want to take a picture of me? Like, that part was that hilarious. That part was funny. And but they're, that like, was, they're like, like uh, the no, they're shaking, no, oh, take a picture with him. Yeah, I know, and he's that just like, was look, funny. take the goddamn phone. I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. That was really good. I don't, like, what was he thinking though? But see, like, um, so Scott Lang... Uh, Paul yeah. Rudd, yeah, Ant-Man. Before the, the Professor Hulk, we get the whole Ant-Man coming back. 
That was awesome. A rat fucking just out of fluke. Yeah, pushes the return button. Brings him back. But like, so I was talking about how like a lot of this stuff is, uh, if you don't know the characters, if you don't have some sort of attachment to these characters, the emotional beats might not hit as hard. Um, I will say like with Black Widow, if you're not familiar with that character, then it won't hit as hard. But Scott Lang, when he's searching the tabs for his family, for his his for his daughter, his daughter, his daughter primarily. Yeah, I don't care who you are. You could never watch a superhero movie your entire life, okay? But you know what that feels like to be looking for someone's name and hoping they're not on there. That was some of my favorite Paul Rudd acting. Was that one that one whole segment of him just like. Walking down the streets, he, asking well, that little boy, "What he's happened?" He's always here? been my favorite. He's been yeah. always, always, even since Clue, he's, Clues, such a he's good one of my favorites. But this is where you're like, no, no, no. He's like, he's not just the the kind of quirky, funny guy. This guy's an actor. Yeah. Like, this is a guy that can actually act and make you forget that he's Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those scenes where he's just like, no, 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 no. And then when he hits on his name, and he's just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah goes to his house like all these things where you're just like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on when he goes to his house and it's his daughter like five years older and she got big and that was my favorite big. he's like you got big and he's like like tears of like of sadness because he's lost this time with her uh but also tears of joy because she's not part of the snapping and uh that was uh, Tom Haverford again <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know what I mean like so but then, of course, he's got to deal with the fact that now she's bigger, right? Yeah. But I was like, man, that's incredible. Which makes her the perfect age for a Young Avengers now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially with the the Russo daughter. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Barton's, Barton's kid. Yeah, but she's not Kate Bishop, so I wonder if they're going to go with his daughter or an actual Kate Bishop. I think they're going to go with his daughter. Yeah? Like, I mean, why not, right? Maybe she'll just take up the alias Kate Bishop. Yeah. But isn't... Uh, isn't his actual daughter, like, Giant Girl Jr. or something like that? Stature. Stature, yes. Because at one point, this is a fun fact, at one point, Clint Barton was like, Oh, I'm just a dude with the arrows. I'm not that cool. And we got a oddly stupid-looking purple and blue suit. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take pin particles and become the second Giant Man. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. That's right, you don't. But I do, because I'm... Awesome. <laughs> Who was that? West Coast Avengers? I can't even remember, actually. Because I know Hawkeye was big on West Coast. No, it wasn't West Coast, because he was the he was the lead. No, second in command? I think U.S. agent? Or no, Iron Man was the leader. Iron Man was the leader, and he was second in command. That's right. Really? I don't remember that at all. I'm just remembering. I never read the book, but I'm So was he Hawkeye? Just a giant version of Hawkeye? Like, did he no, have arrows he was the actually, size of airplanes? He was actually Giant Man. Like, he oh, called okay. himself Giant Man. And I think he had a kind of updated Giant Man suit, but we're talking about uh, updating a 1960s shit costume, essentially. But anyway. That's one costume, I'm glad. Yeah. It's kind of... So, but I feel like... Yeah, because that opening scene where he's with his family, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I don't want to watch this scene. Oh, that scene. I don't want to watch this scene, because I know it's going to happen. Like, we all knew it was going to happen. talked to his wife, and he looks back, and his, his daughter's gone, but you just see that dust blowing away. I was like, oh, God, and then he looks back, and now his family's gone, and, like, that's another one, too. If you don't have any emotional uh, resonance with these characters, it doesn't matter, because if you're with your family... And you do this, and all of a sudden, the one you were just talking to is gone. And then you go back, and now your whole family's gone. 
It doesn't matter That's if it's a superhero you. movie oh, or yeah. not. You're just gonna be like, oh. And so they grabbed me like right away with that, and I was like, I mean, it's cool to see Hawkeye like get right at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it also gives you an idea of where he's at later. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yes, with Scott Lang, like, and I feel like he's one of the MB- MVPs in this movie. Like, he's awesome in this. You know, in, what I mean? in fact, like, the whole thing happens because of him. Because of the rat. Because of the rat. But also because because he's the, he was the first one that goes no no no. He doesn't no. know what he's talking about, but he gives him the idea. Yeah, like, he's this like can no, no, be no. Done. look in the quantum realm. Like yeah. I was there for five minutes yeah. and I was gone for five plus years, mm-hmm. right? Or no, five years because his he was in the quantum realm right when the snapping happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because she was supposed to pull him out. That's right. Right. So you don't really need to watch Ant Man and the Lost to watch this, but you should watch that after credit show. Or you could just watch the movie because it is an enjoyable movie. Like mm-hmm. we covered in previous campcasts, we don't feel like it's a game changer by any means, but it was overall a good movie. Yeah, it's you know, a fun movie. Yes. It's just not at the high standards of things like Winter Soldier and these Avenger movies. Right, but and also not from the previous Ant-Man. Yeah. Because Ant-Man was definitely like a heist flick. Mm-hmm. This one was more of the same, but it was kind of like, uh, I kind of wish you weren't more of the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, Captain America, first Avenger, period piece, war movie, okay. Winter Soldier, sci-fi, or no, like, espionage, thriller, conspiracy movie with superheroes. Mm -hmm. Civil War, fight between two best friends, (laughs) and superheroes. Yeah. You know, so... All very different, all very awesome. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But again, this is another example where I feel like like, the Russos could pretty much direct any movie, and I'll watch it. Like, if suddenly they were saying, hey, you know what movie we're going to do next? Superman. I'd be like, I'm going to buy an entire row of tickets, because there's no way they're going to fuck this up. No. Because they're going to get it. They're going to not go, yeah, he's really powerful, so there's really no weakness to him, so let's introduce another superpower bad guy and have them destroy Metropolis. They're going to go... No, his weakness is his love for humanity, and that's how we're going to hurt him. We're going to put him against somebody who's got the world, you know, at stake. Mm-hmm. That's how we're going to hurt him. And then I'm going to go, oh, you guys. <laughs> you guys got this. Even with Brightburn and James Gunn's depiction of Brightburn, James Gunn has a better handle on Superman. And I can tell this because he's writing what seems to me like the perfect anti-Superman movie. How do you make that movie? By understanding the character. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade and Irredeemable. Same thing. Yep. How do you make a really, really terrible, horrible Superman? By understanding Superman. Mm-hmm. Straczynski with Supreme Power. Same thing. Same thing. Yep. Not so much with his uh, one sh- or his uh, Earth 1 Superman. Which yeah. I liked. I liked it. I do like it. I liked it, and I actually would have... Well, it's a very different take, that's all. I, mean, I would have liked if that was more of the basis for Man of Steel, because there was heavy elements from it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they went with a different character, like a bad guy type mm-hmm. of thing. The second one was okay, right? Anyway, without getting on a tangent, uh, their depiction of Ant-Man, or Scott Lang in particular, was great. Yep. Because he was played... Just enough for laughs to keep people kind of chuckling, but you never thought of him as a joke. No. You know? He wasn't really joking too much. Like, he was in situations that were funny, but never really joking himself. Like, 
Like when his freaking all the shit blew out of his taco when the ship came down. Yeah, that's just one of the. And then war machine War machine comes crash down. His taco's gone. Well, like the part where Nebula is Nebula says, uh, "Oh, heads up! There's a a weirdo." A weirdo. Yeah, and then. And War Machine gave him, like, the little ball bust thing, and I was like, hey, yeah. man, fuck you. Hey, normal-sized man. Yeah, hey, normal-sized man, and I was just like, uh, yeah, okay, you're really nothing without that suit. Yeah. Like, literally nothing without that suit, okay? And then Professor Hulk gave him a tough hope. Two of them, actually. Two of them. He got two. He got, that he was got nice. two in return, yeah. You know, I thought that was kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, so, like, because even in, like, obviously in Ant-Man, he's a joke, because, you know... Wa- uh, Jan- yeah, Wanda's got all the training. Is it Wanda or Janet? Hope. Oh, why do I keep saying Janet? Janet's her mom. And Wanda is what she's called in the comic books. The daughter? Hope. They have a daughter in the comics? No, wait, no. She's Janet. That's no. right. Because no, Wanda Pym. is Scarlet Witch. It's Janet and Hank Pym in the comic books. Yeah. And then it's Scott Lang because he just... He I don't just think did. they even had a daughter in the comics. I don't think so either. They may now. They might. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They might have now. But anyway, so with Hope, because she was training for this, right? Mm-hmm. And she obviously hates that he's picked for this. So he's picked, he's played like a joke there. He's played a little bit like a joke in the sequel, which I noticed. And I think that's part of the things where I'm just like, yeah, but if you've already were the first one, established that you could be Ant-Man, was also in Civil War. Yeah. Wouldn't people start taking you a little bit more seriously at the very least? But in this movie, very much so. Like, yeah... Tony is shitting all over him, but it's more or less he's shitting on the idea, mm-hmm. and we find out why he's doing this because you know he's got a kid now. Yeah, he's got baby Morgan. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a great name. Yeah, calls attention to his uncle Morgan Stark. Obscure comic book reference from the seventies, I think, or the eighties. I think it's the eighties, from judging from the art that I've seen. <laughs> she was adorable. She was absolutely adorable, and. This is where it was telegraphed, because, like, I had been mentally preparing for Cap's death since before Civil War, okay? Uh, obviously, because of Civil War, because of that name, you think that it's got ties to the actual book, and in some degrees it does, yeah. but in this case, so now you're going, okay, so Cap dies at the end, right? They don't do that. Okay, so then you think, well, one of them's going to die at the end of Infinity War, Right, but in retrospect, I'm, I I realize, especially after seeing Endgame, like it would have made no sense for one of them to die in Infinity or War, or any of them to die in Infinity War. So the like it had to be the original team doing whatever they could with some new guys, but ultimately the original team mm-hmm. saving the world so that the new blood can take over. Right, like in retrospect, it's one of those like I don't know how I thought like Iron Man was going to die in Infinity War, Cap was going to die in Endgame. Right, like think about it. It seems silly to think that now, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, so he's you know he's kind of he's settled down with Pepper. <laughs> They're all essentially living off the grid, I guess. <laughs> nice little cabin. We've nice got the cabin. money and yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, that's got to be weird for this techie to live in such a low key place until you see his fucking yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but of course he would have like the holographic thing. Yeah. But so, like, immediately he's just like, no, it's not, I'm not going to do anything. Like, honestly, there's nothing I can do because I got I got all this. And your plan is stupid, right? You know, and, like, Cap's shaven, he's invigorated. Wanda, or not, 
Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all just kind of doing their own thing to protect the world within the five years. By the way, I loved where Black Widow was at the, at the five years later. And she being was like the, the leader. Like, she was the only Avenger left, and she was taking over everything, watching the world. She was the leader. Yeah. And she was dispatching others. Yeah. You know, I like, really, really loved that. And I hope that her solo film, um, which is obviously going to be a prequel. Yeah. I would like it to touch on that five years of her running the Avengers. I would hope I think so. going all the way back to her starting would be too, too, I don't know, too obvious, I guess. Well, that, and I mean, like, it can't be too far back because Scarlett Johansson is, while aging gracefully. Yeah. She, unless they do that super crazy de-aging CGI tech that they're employing now. I mean, they could. They did for Samuel Jackson throughout the entirety of Captain Marvel. And Coulson. And Coulson, yeah. yeah. You know, but I... That tech is crazy now. Oh, it's insane I can't believe now. where that tech is at now. Like, it is nuts Like, now. I think about... The first time I think I saw it was Jeff Bridges in Tron Legacy. Oh. And it was very CGI looking still. Yeah, like, it, it, like it was good for its time. But yeah. But it was still just like, okay. Yeah. I see what they're trying to do. And now you compare that. Now. Holy shit. Like, if you didn't know. You didn't know. I thought that... That just looked like 90 Samuel Jackson. Uh, uh, a little... Uh, it was it was just enough off, but he, but I'm but I'm getting it. Like if you didn't know that it wasn't, yeah, you'd go, oh wow, yeah, holy shit, you wouldn't know, you know, like we're not even that far removed from young uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War, yeah, and that looked really good. That looked really good. This that, looks that was only one better. little clip. That's yeah. like a whole movie now. Yeah. Well, they touched on it with uh, Ink Pym too. Yeah. And well, that's that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, I I really like that uh, that Scott Lang was the guy that was like, no, 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 we can do this, we can do this. And then like, Tony's like, nah, fuck this shit. And then as they're trying it, and it's like not working as well as it should, um, Tony is in the back of his head going like, I can't let this go. And then goes through the whole thing and goes, we can do it. We can totally do it. And then he has that great talk with Pepper. Beautiful talk. Like, I really paid attention to it the second time around I watched it. And where where she's just like he's like I'll just I'll just forget yeah. about it and I'll go Let's to bed I'll go to bed and she's like yeah but will you be able to rest and then the end of the movie she says that again you can rest you oh can rest when I caught that with that the second time I did the same I, my thing. heart just like I did the shattered. same thing when I watched it again because <laughs> yeah. I was just like and I wasn't that far removed from the first viewing mm-hmm. and I was just like because at first when I was watching it I was like yeah but she knows him and she's yeah. saying that she's like yeah but I, I know you yeah you can't it's gonna bother you just do it you know. And, uh, I really get a kick out of the whole, like, the Russos making Tony Tony Stark, like, this reluctant hero is way better than, than Whedon's version of Tony Stark. Like, Tony's, his Tony Stark is untouchable. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't get his ass kicked, you know, he doesn't ever, like, ever get beat. You never get a sense that he could lose. The only time you think about... If you really think about it, the only time you think that he could lose is when he's firing the missile in Avengers. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's the only time that you're like, oh, wow. But in Avengers 2, Snark is dialed up. Even though he's literally, he and, and Banner have created Ultron, he's like laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Thor's just like, what the fuck is so funny? You know? And he's like, ah. Right? But as soon as the Russos get him, He's a reluctant hero, for one. 
he's like he's a smart ass, but mm-hmm. he's a good guy. Like he would like you would go, eh, he'll bust your nuts a little bit, but he's a good guy. You know? Yeah. You don't get that vibe from the first two Avengers movies. For the most part, you're like, this guy's a prick. You know, and especially because like he started Iron Man as a prick. Yeah. Still a nice guy, but he was more <coughs> prick than anything. It Ooh. wasn't until afterwards the stuff that made him become Iron Man that he was like yeah. You're like, okay, all right. So he's still he's, he's still going to be Tony, but he's a good guy. He's a better guy now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so... Um, but yeah, in every one of the movies that Russo's in, none of the heroes come out unscathed. Like, Captain America isn't untouchable. You know, he gets his ass handed to him. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? All of them. Iron Man, same thing. So, um, I was like, where was, where was I going with this? Oh, the reluctant hero thing. Like, I, I love that that's a character trait that they have in the movies now, uh, where... Deep down, at the end of the day, he's gonna do the right thing, even yeah. if he's like saying, "No, no, no, I, I, I don't want to." But Pepper, or even like Happy, are the kind of people that be like, "Yeah, but," and he'll go, "Okay, mm-hmm. all right." But that scene where he rolls up on the Avengers compound, yep, and he and uh, he and Captain America just have that heart to heart, you know, and he gives him the shield back. I was like. Oh, that is so great. Keep that on download and bring everyone along. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my god, that is hilarious. And it's so funny. It's so Tony. So Tony. <laughs> but, but I like that, and I like how they just, like, because, like, even even in that little bit of, uh, like, in Infinity War, you're, you're like, yeah, but it's that part was missing. Yeah. That they didn't have that, like, because even Thor and, and Tony, or, uh, Captain America had that quick little bit, yeah. and it's like, yeah, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, you're lo- copying my look. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, whatever, buddy. But then this one, it, it was one of those where, like, you didn't realize how good it felt for them to work together until it had been apart for so long. Like, my heart still breaks at the end of Civil War. You know, when Cap knows that Bucky's the guy that killed Tony's parents and didn't tell him. Yeah. He kept that to himself, and then you have that scene where, uh, even though Zemo's plot is stupid, <laughs> when you really think about <laughs> it, it is. when it, you really think it's about really it, stupid. all that people that said that Lex Luthor's plan in Batman v Superman was stupid suddenly forgot about Zemo's <laughs> almost identical plan. <laughs> but that was genius. No, it was stupid. It was fucking stupid. Okay, it was just better written, better done. Yeah. Than that one. But, but anyway, stupid. but that part where Tony's just like. He killed my mom. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Because now he has to look at his best friend, the guy that, honestly, he I don't care what he said in any other movie, he looks up to, and he's better by being shoulder to shoulder with Captain America, and vice versa. But he's like, did you know? And he's like, uh, yeah, but I didn't know it was him. He's like, did you know? And he's like, yeah. And you're like, well, of course they're going to fight now, right? But anyway, when they do that, like they buddy up again, you're like, oh, Yes! And as, uh, even though it is ridiculous for Cap to be in the quantum suits with the shield, yeah, it's one of those where I'm like, eh, but okay, all right. Yeah. But the plan, the plan is actually really awesome. Like, I really like that they split the plan off. The, the whole purpose was to get all the Infinity Stones back because Thanos destroys them in the opening sequence of the movie. He destroys them so that nobody can undo what he did. Mm-hmm. So now the idea is they go back in time. Make their own gauntlet. To make their own gauntlet, yeah. bring back everybody, and then put the stones back in its place, 
in effect, not rewriting the future, but just bringing everybody back, right? <clears throat> Which I thought was great. I was like, man, that's really great. And you got them to splinter off into things. Like, we knew it was going to be a time travel thing because we saw the shot of uh, the three of them in New York. Yeah, and yeah. And we, we knew that it was going to be in and around right. that. Yeah. But, like, but even just knowing that doesn't do anything for you. Like, it doesn't wreck the movie because... Uh, I will say, though, in further viewings... Unless they tweak the suit, but uh, Avengers 1 cap suit without the helmet does look awesome. It does look awesome. It looks absolutely awesome. Yeah. And then when he puts the helmet on, then you're like, that's the problem. Yeah, it's the You've helmet. got a largely cloth suit with like leather, whatever, boots and gloves, but then you've got this plastic looking helmet. So I was like, ah, yeah, okay. It's definitely the brightest of the costumes. It's definitely the brightest and of the I costumes. And I do love it, though his costume at the end of Endgame, Endgame is, costume is the best. easily my favorite cap. Endgame and costume. it was hard to top this one. Yeah. Endgame, especially because they show you in the first, like, fucking yeah. 15 minutes. I Like, yeah. even when I saw that trailer and I, they showed it, I was like, yes! Because that means I get to buy this shirt again. So far, I've not been able to buy this shirt again, though. <laughs> it's, per, per, like, parentally sold out, so. Fingers crossed. Here's I'm hoping. But, mm -hmm. if they have an, a shirt just like this with the new one, I'll buy it. Yeah. Oh, I love that new that new suit. Just like the coloring around the star and everything. Just the coloring awesome around looking. the star, the fact that it actually looked like the chainmail. Yeah, from the, the chainmail look to it. Because like I loved Ultron. Age of Ultron's costume I thought was like perfect. Okay? Uh, Civil Wars was a little bit darker blue, mm -hmm. but they didn't have any white here and I and while I did like it, because it's kind of a blend between that and this one, um, I thought that the Ultron one was like the the best in terms of the cap suit. Yeah, this is my favorite by far until <laughs> until Endgame because Endgame. Endgame looked awesome. That suit was amazing. And they didn't tweak it that much at all, but no. those little bits was me going like, "Fuck yes, yeah, fucking rights." Um, so much so that that's been my screensaver. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck yeah. The new cat. That's it right there. Yeah, fuck. Yep. Oh, God, that's so awesome. Yep. Um, so, so the band's all back together, except for Ronan, Hawkeye. Who's off killing freaking gangs. Yeah, and because not just gangs, Yakuza. He's going after Yakuza. When we meet him, he's doing the Yakuza, because his idea is, all these good people are dead and you're still here. Exactly. And that's not going to fly with me. No, no, not at all. And what I like about it is that because, like, they touch upon him and uh, Black Widow right in the beginning of Avengers. They're like, yeah, they make reference to Budapest. They do another reference to this. But you think about it, for all the shit that Black Widow has professed to doing, you know, like she said in The Winter Soldier, she's got a lot of red red in her ledger, mm -hmm. or black in her ledger, or whatever the red. phrase was. And red. Yeah, red. Yeah. You know? You gotta figure, if Hawkeye's hanging out with her, He's got to have a decent amount of red as well. He's done some shit, too. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the same level of uh, Clint Barton in The Ultimates. Mm-hmm. But he's done some shit. He's done some Black Ops stuff. Yeah. He's done some things that maybe he's not so proud of. And maybe that's one of the reasons why his family meant so much to him. Because it kept him away from that life. Right? And, and The Avengers, too. Right. Kept him away from that life. And with them gone. And I always love it, too. Like, you think about it. Those two are standing shoulder to shoulder to a god, a rage monster, a science experiment that's the pinnacle of mankind, a guy in like this teched out suit 
and nobody blinks. Nobody goes, what? Uh, you two? With them. Which is, <clears throat> let me jump ahead for a second here. One of the reasons why I didn't understand why they were going for the Soul Stone. The two humans of the group that have never been in space are going for the Soul Stone? Yeah. On a ship by themselves? But That seemed a little weird to me. And I, also, they all landed on the planet Morag. Yeah. And no one's wearing a helmet of any sort to assist with their breathing. Yeah. Whereas Star-Lord had one. <clears throat> uh, not, well, not all the way through. Not all the way through. But you could argue that the implant that does his helmet yeah. can help with the breathing yeah. of some sort. You can make that argument. I mean, you're left to assume it's... But even Vormir? Yeah. They can breathe there, too. They can breathe there. They're no problem. And they don't do any explanations. And and just so we're clear... So these, these are some of the little things. This is where... Uh, this is where like it actually hit hard, okay? Because the second that they start talking about bringing everybody back was the second that I went, they're probably going to kill off... Well, no, when they went to Vormir, just the two of them, then it was like, oh, Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow's going to go. They're going to fight because they're both going to go, you know how this goes down, but each of them is saying, I'm the one that's going to go. Which is like kind of double-sided, like <clears throat> double-edged sword, right? Because like, I get it. You know, she's sacrificing herself to make all this happen, and that's very heroic. But at the same time, she's had a shitty run in these movies. Like, she was a captive for most of Age of Ultron. Like, and she's awesome. Like, Infinity War, when she teams up with Gamora, or not Gamora, who, who'd she team up with on the field? Oh, the, uh... She teamed up with two of them on the field. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yep, Scarlet Witch, and, and then uh, what's-her-face from the, the Oy lead... What's her name? Oyoi, or how do you say her Okoyoi? name? Okoyoi? Okoyoi? We know who we're talking about. It's something like you that. You'll know who I'm talking about. But, uh, the, uh, well, okay, so in Avengers, she's awesome. Yeah. Like, all the way through, she's presented as a badass. Oh, right same the level. Start. Like, this is one of those things where I'm like, okay, so Whedon, handling Black Widow? Whedon gets, well, was great. I mean, up to Age of Ultron. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Age of Ultron, he made her like this love thing with the Hulk that never okay, ever continues on later. They hint at it in Endgame. Yeah, though. yeah, but I think it's it was still literally weird. just enough for for the people that liked it, like me, or I shouldn't say like it, but I didn't have an issue with it. Yeah, I do think that they should have at least touched upon it more. I think so. You know, like if you're gonna make that not necessarily a focal point, but one of the pretty big plots in. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of touched in Endgame because Hulk is, like, destroyed when he learns out that she's not coming back. Or even before that, like, when they first meet up and he's, like, smart Hulk and there's that kind of awkward impasse between the two of them. And uh, you're just like, oh, okay, all right. Like, I, I, like, I'll leave it to the Russos to touch upon it without, like, smashing us in the face and being like, remember when you hated the fact that they were going to get together? Uh, but anyway, I don't want to get into that. But... Uh, it was really Avengers, Winter Soldier. She was, I think, Winter Soldier's amazing. She's probably my favorite in Winter Soldier. Exactly, because... That whole ship scene with her? The whole movie She was her, keeping though. up with Cap. Like, she's keeping up with yeah. Cap. And like I talked about this too, she's not killing anybody because she's with Cap. Yeah. Sure, she's doing her own thing because of Fury. Yeah. But even like, like at the, towards the end of the movie when they're on the run together... I've had people like I've I've read reviews where they were talking about how you know they the the hints that Cap and Black Widow hooked up and stuff like that and I still to this day maintain I don't see those hints and Michelle said the same thing I don't pick up on that at all no, I what just... I do pick up on is that 
she wants Cap to think of her as a good person, mm -hmm. to be on the same level as him, right? And like even in the ship scene when she when she he finds out and he's got to fix the things because of her, she's like, "Fuck!" Like, I just want him to like me. I want him to think I'm cool, yeah. you know. So even later when she's like, "Well, what do you want me to be?" and you maybe playing the spy aspect, but he's just like, I just want you to be a friend. And there are friends. They're like, good friends. In Civil War, where she's like, look, like, you gotta sign up with Tony on this one. And he's just like, I can't do that. Yeah. She's like, okay, alright, like, I get it. You know, really mm -hmm. sorry for your loss. And then gets out of there. Mm -hmm. And between those two and her and Hawkeye, those are like two of my like, favorite uh, opposite sex friendships. Because, again, like, even with Hawkeye, and I know there was that joke with, like, Renner was saying, like, oh, she's been passed around with everyone. But I've never gotten the sense that they hooked up. And I've only ever gotten the sense that they're friends slash, like, uh, surrogate brother-sister. Friends. Friends. 100% just friends. Um, because during that whole time with her anyways, he was, he was uh, doing his thing with Sharon. That's is, right. Which apparently no longer exists in the universe. Um, part of it is because, like... Because it's fucking weird when you really think about it. It's weird that he would be dating. Well, some of they're related, though. I mean, right? Technically. Well, they might be now. But <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, and, well, and I'll talk about that too. Like, because uh, yeah, that's one of those ones where I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's like, yeah, same, yeah. But uh, but even just the fact that like, for him to even attempt to date the niece, like it's one thing when he doesn't know they're related. But, it, like, later, like, when he finds out, it's one of those where it, it is weird. Like, can you say that it, would, it wouldn't it would be weird? I honestly, to me, no. I, I didn't find it weird at all. I've never had an Like I said, they're not it. related. No, you're right. She, and she's got the same, like, integrity and everything that Peggy had. So yeah. he would be attracted to that. And, and plus she knows it's Cap. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm even positive Peggy wouldn't... I think it is... It. It's weird on... On just a general level, I don't think it's like gross or disgusting or anything. Like yeah. it's just one of those where I'm like, I understand why they don't want to pursue it because generally people will go, "That's kind of weird." I've never had an issue with it simply because yeah. it's always kind of been that way. Like I've always known uh, Cap to be with Sharon Carter, and I'm actually like, I wanted to do this where I wanted to look back and actually see like in the comic books, unless they retroactively changed it, but in the original comic books, how big of a role Peggy was mm -hmm. in those comic books. Because I almost have a feeling that it's probably one of those things where the way she's depicted in the movie, like in the first Avenger, is not how she was depicted in the comic books. I doubt it. You know what I mean? Like where they, they just kind of updated it and like, I mean, admittedly made her awesome. Because mm -hmm. like, Michelle and I watched both seasons at Agent Carter because I loved the character so much. Mm -hmm. You know? But anyway, so... Uh, but I, like, I, I mean, the ending with Cap is good enough to never see Sharon again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And it's unfortunate, too, because I really love that character, and I thought Emily Van Camp did an awesome role playing that character. So do I. And I thought the Russos did a really good job directing her as that character, so for oh, her to God, not yeah. be here at all, kind of disappointing. It is, it is disappointing, um, even, like, especially because you had, like, snippets of characters that like if I didn't see Michelle Pfeiffer as Janet if I didn't see her in this movie I wouldn't be like oh 
Yeah. But we saw her, so then it's like, well, why couldn't we see her? So, like, I, 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 yeah. I understand where you're coming from. I, I get it. Like, everyone was at that funeral at the end. <clears throat> yeah. Even little kid from Iron Man 3. Who <laughs> yeah. You know, did you know, know that name. he's been at every fucking opening since Iron Man 3? Really? Yeah, I Just read that. Just them all the time? Well, yeah, but now the rumor is that he's going to be the next Iron Man. Well, that's, yeah, I was kind of saying that, like, maybe he'll be Iron Lad. Yeah. And you did Young say Adventures that. Iron Lad is Kang. Yeah. So. Which, if I remember correctly, was an amnesiac. He was amnesiac Tony Stark. No, no, he was an amnesiac Kane. Yeah. But for some reason was Iron Lad. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway. kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Um, uh, yeah, okay, so getting back to, to Black Widow. And yeah, Kane, so, yeah. The, the part that, like, even now when I think about it, it seems weird that all Bart wants to do is get his family back, but then gets into this essential arm wrestle with Black Widow over who sacrifices themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, it's, in retrospect, I go, why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't he just be like, thank you, I got, like, I, I appreciate this. You know what I mean? I mean, the battle was pretty cool. The only thing was, is you knew that Black Widow was going to ultimately do it. Yeah, you knew it. I was really, there was a part of me really hoping that for some reason, I know it's unreversible, but oh, Cap returning the Soul Stone. Is it unreversible? Cap returning the Soul Stone, I, ho huh. I was hoping would have brought her back. Huh. Okay. I don't see how it's irreversible, though. Irreversible. I don't see it, but we'll talk about that in a little bit more. Yes. But as it stands right now, so she's dead. She's the sacrifice for the Soul Stone. Okay. All right. Although we do get to see Barton in his wicked Ronin suit with the uh, Widow Sting. Yeah, so briefly at the beginning, though. He's wearing the Ronin suit the entire movie. The suit, but not the like the full like he's only wearing oh. the mask and everything in that one scene. Yeah, but and I it mean, looks awesome. What's the point after that? It looked though? awesome though. Although I do like how uh, they talk like War Machine especially is like, okay, like Barton's fucking off the deep end here. Yeah. Are you and, sure we you want to go out? And Black that? Widow's just kinda like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And they make this big thing about how he's like this horrible, brutal killer, right? And then, like, they show him killing the Yakuza guy. Essentially toying with him, too. Mm. And the whole time, Nat's just kind of like... Watching. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, the things you're doing is <laughs> terrible. Um, uh, what was I here for? Oh, yeah, you gotta come with us. Yeah, we can save everybody. Woo! Uh, don't worry about him. Yeah, he yeah. was the Yakuza guy. Yeah, he's dead. Like, I, I, I saw a review where they were just, like, and like saying that. Like, they were calling attention to the fact that she just kind of stood there. But I was like, yeah, but out of all the people, like, why wouldn't she be the one that's just like, yeah, he's a fucking Yakuza boss, you know? Um, my favorite part with her, though, is when she actually sits there and goes, like, I had nothing before this, you know? And now this is my family. Yeah. You know? When she's having that little uh, scene with Steve, you know? Which, although Steve is uh, the, uh, uh, what the hell do you call it? Not AA, but like that. Support group. The support, support group. group. Guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah. And then you think about all the times he gives these rousing speeches, and you're like, yeah, I would want Captain America to tell me to, <laughs> to yeah. like, everything's know, okay. Dust myself off yeah. and make the first move. He does that awesome speech before they jump time, and Ant Man's like, he's really good yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, although, I will say this, though the, the part where, like, Russo plays the gay dude, and they make such a big deal out of it. Yeah, I was like, like it was everywhere online. First, uh, 
gay character in a Marvel movie ever. ever. And, and I was and like, make this big thing. Like I'm like, oh, it's gonna be some superhero. It's oh, just, see, I heard about it after the fact. Oh, I, I so like it when they did the scene and, and like he just casually goes like, I was uh, he was crying or that kind of thing or whatever. And I was just like, oh, okay, so he's gay. And, but then later when they're just like, yeah, gay this, gay that, I was like, oh, okay. This this was the thing we're gonna celebrate this mm. two second blurb where if you coughed you'd actually miss that he's gay yeah yeah you know instead of like uh, actually having a gay character could be anyone literally There's all these side character all these side superheroes like we I remember we when, don't know uh, their sexualities the actress that plays Falcon Valkyrie could be gay for all we know the actress that plays Valkyrie was saying like she feels that her character's gay. They'd ever, ever say that in any of the movies. She just said, I feel like my character's gay. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... Was it gay or bi? Yeah. What did she... I thought it was May bi. May have been bi. But either way, it was just like, yeah, okay, you, you were, you're you saying that. Yeah. No one else is. So, you know, why not, though? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like I said before, like, I want more characters that people can attach themselves to. So that way, you know, comic books still continue. These movies continue, the cartoons still continue, the video games continue, the shirts keep happening, Winter Soldier reprint, because at the end of the day, I gravitated towards comic books because comic books helped me become a better person. Mm -hmm. So I look at it like, uh, if they can help me and they can help you, they can help anybody. We gotta get that stuff out there for people to see it, but to celebrate a half a second... Gay like, they were really patting themselves on the back. Like, even the Russos were saying, like, we felt it was important to include a gay character in this. And, and I'm like, it is. And here's the sad thing, though. That scene is the one that could be cut out of that whole beginning. 100%. It does nothing to push the story forward. 100%. Nothing. I mean, they could have had, uh, who were we just talking? A Koi or whatever. Yeah. She could be gay. Exactly. In you fact, know? I'd be surprised if she wasn't. Actually, no, she wasn't, because she was with the dude from the other tribe. That's right. Cassie? She could have a girlfriend when Scott comes home. Anything. And it doesn't even have to Anything. be like, hey, everybody, look at the gay character that we've introduced. Just have it happen. It just just happens. I think maybe they wanted to put it in that scene to show that if Captain America can be okay with this, everyone should be okay with this. Okay, but having said that, though, the depiction of Captain America in these movies isn't the fucking right-wing flag-bearer that they want you to think he is. Mm-hmm. Or that they that Republicans want you to think Captain America has been the entire time. Yeah. Captain America is has been a left, left-wing guy almost the entire time. Like, yeah, he's he's got a right or a black and white sense of morality, but at the same time, this is also a guy that's in the comic books repeatedly said, "I don't follow the government. I follow the core beliefs of America." So you're wrong. I'm taking off this flag. I'm gonna be no man. I'm gonna wear a yellow cape mm. <laughs> <laughs> with a disco chest. Okay, <laughs> but it's it's a very important. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's not like oh. Oh, Mr. President, uh, yep, I will do whatever you say. You're right. Gays are wrong. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he doesn't. It might be weird for him to see gay people so out in the open. Coming from the 40s, yeah. Yeah, coming from the 40s where, like... I mean, now, five years later, I'm sure he'd be fine with that. But ten years later, I guess, since his... I, I think, like, even uh, maybe... 
Avengers would be a little rough for him, but by the time we get to Winter Soldier, I think... He's probably pretty used to how the world is. The only thing... It would be the same stuff that most people would be like, Whoa! Hey! <laughs> yeah. That is... That's some heavy shit that you're doing there. But, like, gay people, I think you'd just be like, whatever. Like... Yeah. You like who you like. Yeah. What's the big you know, deal? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, he's a man out of time, but he's also not stupid. Yeah. Oh, black skin date whites? What? I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> Especially because how quickly was he friends with the Falcon? Yeah. Instantly. Immediately. So, so uh, anyway, uh, off on a tangent, but yeah, the whole uh, high-fiving each other for having a gay character for two seconds of a movie, that, you're right, 100%, this scene could be cut, and you won't lose anything. Oh, easily. Like, I watched, the, the first time we watched it in the theater, I watched it and went, okay, support group, that's kind of cool. Um, didn't even read, like... The gay thing didn't register with me because it's such a normal thing to me. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. That I'm was... not pulled immediately out going, wow, he's gay. Yeah. But then the second time I was watching, I was like, okay, I understand the importance of that scene now, but it has nothing to do with really anything. I don't even, like, I'm not even going to say that I under, I understand their perceived importance of this scene. Yeah, their perceived. But I feel like... I like mean, it... there's, there's a tiny bit of importance to it, right? Because, yes, as... Small and ir- irrelevant. I guess my is. problem is if you're gonna make such a big deal out of it, then make it a bigger thing. Like, like you said, like have Cassie just kind of say, "Hey, Dad." You know, anyone, right. anyone. Iron Man three boy there with his boyfriend holding hands. Yeah, something. Just something. <laughs> I mean, you know? I mean that would have been that would have been like drastic. Like you don't have oh, to actually obvious. literally sit there and be like, "Oh, hey, Bucky, Falcon, yeah. guess what." They're actually gay for each other. It doesn't have to be anything. That's what I'm saying too. Like we've never seen Bucky or Falcon with any woman. They could be gay for all we know. Actually, to be honest, I probably I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. They fell in love because they both wanted to sleep with Steve, and they couldn't yeah. have him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both between the two of them, they're like, ah, fuck. Well, what about you? Surprise twist: The Falcon and uh, yeah. Winter Soldier Disney Plus show is gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore. Hardcore gay porn for six episodes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, um, Okay, so we've already touched upon Black Widow's death. And I gotta tell you, Black Widow's death actually hit me pretty hard. It hit me hard, and I also dislike the fact that her dying made it like a a boys club for the rest of the movie. That and... I mean, Nebula was kind of around when she came down to Earth, but... But the other part, too... Well, actually, two parts. One... They had that big, huge hero shot with all the women. Mm-hmm. Would have been infinitely cooler if she was there. Right? Infinitely and I think, like, cooler. to me, to me, that shot pulled me right out. Because it was a huge battlefield, and all the women in that one spot that one time. To me, it seemed kind of silly. I, I disagree. If, if they would have pulled back, okay, let's say they would have pulled back to Captain Marvel there, right? And showed all the women coming in from all sides towards her. That would have been cooler rather than just like, boom, we're all here together. Okay, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, no, they're no, going to no. pull back and she's there and you see Thanos and all the women are coming I understand in what to you're protect saying. her. You're not saying it's it's not cool. It, it could have been cooler. Yeah, it's the I way they see, shot yeah, it. I can see where that too. It was just, it was so cheesy. It was like, Pepper is over here fun with Iron Man. She's like, oh, there's a chick moment going on. I gotta get over there. Yeah, like, you know, you know that, what? That it is just, actually, it, I got you. No, that makes And like you said, sense. though, too, like, Black Widow not being there just made it feel really wrong. Man, like it was really just wrong. like a huge Because she was the first that. MCU woman. Oh my god. She should have been there. Well, I guess Pepper was technically, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, yeah. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, 
Like, I'm not saying Pepper Potts wasn't a badass character in her own right, but she wasn't like Black Widow. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, Black Widow's introduction in Iron Man 2 was badass. Mm-hmm. The entire depiction of her in that movie was badass. That's another one we forgot to mention. She was one of the highlights of Iron Man 2. Absolutely. So, her introduction there, plus yeah. her story continuing in Avengers was like, okay, fucking mm-hmm. rights. You know? Um, and then, like I said, Winter Soldier, you're just like, yeah, more of this. Fucking more of this. Avengers 2, did you not hear me say more of this? <laughs> I want more. What are you doing? Okay, fine, whatever. Damn it, Whedon. You had some cool stuff at the beginning where she's like, sun's getting low, big guy. But other than that, you know, <laughs> you know. And then you get to Infinity War and you're like, fuck, yes. She was awesome in Infinity War. I actually wish we would have got more of her in Infinity War. Because her and Kat didn't really come into the picture till <clears throat> probably a good halfway through. But almost. now we know why, right? We know why. But, uh, yeah, So and then the, th- the final thing that I thought was a huge misstep was we have this big huge funeral for Tony Stark and then we have Barton just kind of like looking off into the the lake like oh yeah we lost one and Scarlet Witch doing the same thing because they both lost one but like Black Widow's sacrifice made it possible for the official like the big sacrifice if it wasn't for hers that one wouldn't happen Mm. So it's it's disappointing that we don't get a bigger send off for her, right? And I, that was my big my one. That is probably my biggest thing after watching it the first time. The second time, I realized that she didn't have any family, and the Avengers did kind of have that thing on the dock at the lake. That's true. The guys together. That's true. Where Hulk was like, she's not coming back. He threw the bench. Into That's the right. Lake. That's right. So they kind of had that little thing, but you're right. Like it half wasn't the people, actual... at, half the people at Tony Stark's funeral didn't even actually know him, right? Why is Janet Pym there? Because she was part of that end battle, right? But uh, but yeah, exactly. Like that's right? what I mean. So... And okay, like you have Hulk. Like she's not coming back, type yeah. of thing. Um, so there was that, but it she wasn't... deserved more. It, exactly, hundred percent. As hell... one of the original Avengers. I think she really got the shaft of this movie. Like, yeah. hard. Like, halfway exactly. through the movie, she dies. Phrasing. You're the worst phrasing ever. Not as bad as, I'm going inside of you. That's right. I would like to be <laughs> near or around your cervix. Yeah. No, really. Like That's out of context. Ant-Man's Iron Man movie. I'm going inside of you. Oh, yeah. That was funny. I actually heard you go phrasing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't help it. That fucking thing. I'm actually surprised Tony didn't make a comment about that. He probably has never seen Archer. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you're going to hear me go, are we not doing phrasing anymore <laughs> to bring the yeah. Archer joke full circle? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that part really bugged me. Like, the death bugged me. Your irreversible comment, it's not. We'll talk it's, about that. Well, yeah, the time travel's now available. It's, it's, yeah, so tech is there. I'm glad that you anyone brought that can, up. Anyone can so, hop at any time now. Because the big, big, huge thing was... Thanos, old Nebula, old Gamora, mm-hmm. travel back in time, right. or travel forward in time. That's right. They travel forward in time to come to 2023, 2022? It was five years in the future from a current, right? So 2022. Or from last year. 2020. Yeah, 2023. 2023. Yeah. So 2023. So they come to the current, like the new current time. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying... 
technically Black Widow isn't really gone because mm-hmm. they could just pluck her From right before yeah. she did that. That's what that's what I mean. Especially because yeah, like there's a fully functioning time machine because Steve Rogers goes back in time to put the stones back in place, right. which should be a movie. Should absolutely be a movie. And I think actually the Russo said that in an interview I read today. That they think that would be a great movie. That would be a great movie. It absolutely would be great. Mm-hmm. You know? Because then you you would see Cap being Cap throughout these different timelines and different planets and stuff like that. It would also show us one thing I'm pissed off we didn't get to see in this, which is Cap meeting the Stonekeeper. Red yeah, Skull. I know, because immediately my thought was... Because I was like, I really... this is Now, this is kind of why I wanted Cap on that planet with Black Widow. Well, yeah. I really wanted to see him and going, what the fuck, Red Skulls? Yeah. yeah. Um, or or even just be like, oh, this is what you've been doing with yeah. your days? But, uh, but the other part, too, is if you put the stone back, why don't you get that sacrifice back? Right? That's what I was kind of thinking. Because like, when he, even though, like, even if he, like, because I thought that when he did the jump, when he came back, I thought it wouldn't be him. It'd actually be Black Widow. Exactly. And I thought that would be really cool. And if she, if they would be like, Nat, what? Well, he gave the stone Where, back. Where's Cap? And then she's like... like it's the reverse transaction. He's and then over she'd there. Be like, oh, well, he's over there. Yeah. I came back. He did his own thing. And then you could still do that whole thing with uh, Falcon. Which I was really surprised that they did. I was surprised. Okay, hold on, hold on. We're going all over the place, hold on, eh? Yeah. We have no structure. We have no structure. No at all. structure. The biggest thing is uh, be confused. The biggest thing is uh, so ultimately, it's the core guys we're talking about. So uh, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, yeah, War Machine, Nebula. Yeah, I want to talk about Gamora a bit. I want to try. Not I, to, yeah, I, I, I want to try not to forget about that. Yeah. But, okay, and okay. then uh, we've got... Uh, so we've kind of touched on almost everything. Smart Hulk. Yeah. And uh, Barton. Right. right. We haven't okay. really talked about Thor at all. And, yeah, well, okay. All right, let's there's, do it. There's let's stuff to talk about Let's there. do it. First, before we get to Thor, who's in New Asgard yes. on planet Earth. Which I love. Very cool. I loved it. Very I also cool. loved that it was in Norway, and it wasn't in yeah. Oklahoma. And it had, like, formally, and they scratched out the old city name. Yeah. Very hilarious. Um... But that, sh- that shot of Professor Hulk and, and Rocket Raccoon riding in the back of the truck. Oh, Priceless. God. The whole theater just blew up. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> like, that was so just... awesome. <laughs> and then you get to see what is being affectionately referred to as Fat Thor. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. And that's not P-E-H, Fat. No, it is Fat Thor. It, it's Fat, like Dad Body. More so Fat than Dad Bod. Which really made him look... Like, uh, Volstead. You know what I got a kick out of, though? Is, like, I feel like they're going, uh, okay, Hemsworth, hey man, I'm glad you kept most of your size, mm-hmm. you know, we just need you to get a little bit more cut, no big deal, right? Like, you know, we're filming Infinity War, and this movie back-to-back, Yeah. so just, uh, you know, just do a couple push-ups from here and there, and, uh, oh, by the way, we're gonna CGI a fucking belly on you. Yeah, we're going to get you fat. But keep those abs, though. Yeah. Don't yeah. get any smaller. <laughs> Don't slack off. Be absolutely ripped for this movie, and then the one right after that you're going to shoot like a couple days later, you're going to be huge. Yeah, we're going to make you fat, Thor. Yeah. Um, his arc, I actually... Uh, it, it struck a chord with me, more so than I would have ever guessed. 
I would never realize this. Because uh, I've said this before with you, and uh, I, I don't know if I've said this on the camcast, but we always forget that Thor in Infinity War, even before he misses, is a guy who is struggling. He's on the verge of breaking. Yeah. Because even though Ragnarok was this, like, hugely enjoyable, immensely popular movie that, like, put him on the map more so than his previous movies have done, mm -hmm. okay, and led into one of the best portrayals of Thor I've ever seen in Infinity War. This was the Thor that I wanted. But leading into that, we have a guy that has destroyed Asgard to save Asgard. Whatever remaining Asgardians that were left with him were now sent into space. We don't know exactly how many. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we know enough to populate the city now, but at the time we didn't. Um, so that's weighing on his head. And even there's that scene where he's like almost in tears because, and he's trying to laugh about it by going well, like, ah, ha, ha, like I'm Thor, yeah, you know. But you can see him like on the verge of breaking when he's talking with Rocket. <clears throat> yeah. And then he misses. And so he goes for the head, right? Like I said, to like kind of atone for anything. So now we've got a guy who for five years has been living in uh, New Asgard, who's the de facto leader. He's like Odin's son, mm -hmm. or the Odin, right? And he is drinking. He's fighting with Cable, fighting with Noob Master 69. Noob Master 69, yeah. On uh, Fortnite. <clears throat> um, apparently that's a plot hole, too. That Fortnite would be... Huge five years from now. Not only that, but still up and running yeah. after the, the snapping. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, here's a guy who's now literally broken. He can't get past his mistake. Because even, like, at the end of that conversation, like, he gets really defensive. He's like, yeah, well, did anyone else cut the, the head off of Thanos? No, I did. Now get out of my house, right? Mm -hmm. Because he does not want to deal with the fact that he lost so many people. Yeah. And it's fucked because, like, I'm sitting there going, like, that was me for almost a year and a half. Like, when my grandmother died and then when Steve passed away, up until January of this year, that's what I was doing. I was incredibly depressed for the most part, pouring booze on it, not dealing with anything, yeah, I would have good days, and I'd be joking around and stuff, but, like, behind that was always there, and I just was in the theater going, like, like, I'm almost crying because I'm almost looking at me, you know, not visually, because obviously Hemsworth is a foot and a half taller. And you can't grow a sweet beard. And marginally better looking. <laughs> but the beard thing, yeah. The beard obviously. thing. Absolutely. The beard thing. beard thing. And the marginal good looks. Yeah. He's marginally it. better looking than me. Uh, I think it's just the accent. Well, that would mean he's a lot better looking. Because that <laughs> accent, panty remover. Because mm -hmm. even Fat Thor, like I said this earlier, but even Fat Thor, 90% of the women that would bang Skinny Thor would bang Fat Thor because they knew what Skinny Thor looked like. And that voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And the voice is still there. But yeah. yeah, like that actually struck a chord. And I remember just being in the theater, being like almost choked up because I was like, that, that was me. It's still me to a degree, but... Like, not drinking as much as I used to. In fact, like, Ryan's birthday was this weekend. It was the first time I had a drink in, like, two months. Mm. You know? Everything's fine. I'm good. Mm -hmm. It's all good. But I'm also dealing with all that shit. Like, the grief. 
and the regret and all that stuff. But I was like, holy fuck, like, that's what that looks like, eh? Hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. Michelle says, I didn't have as much of a dad bod like he did, which was kind of nice, but... You also didn't go crazy like him for five years, either. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have to. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> but, uh... But, yeah, so, like, that was... But it was also kind of... It was an interesting take, because... That's one of the things that you've never heard in any trailers or spoilers or leaks or anything. I never once heard that he was going to be Fat Thor. No, that was a total surprise. That he was going to be a boozer. When he turns around you see the gut, you're just like, whoa! And my favorite part is because I was like, oh my god, it's the dude! And then three seconds later, Tony sees him, he's like, yeah, whatever, Lebowski. Yeah. And Lebowski, and I was like, yes! That's awesome! Because he totally looked like oh, Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Water down some shades. Now, I want to see, like, a sequel. <laughs> or even a remake with Hemsworth as fucking Lebowski. That would be great. But anyway, so that was surprising. Um, really, really surprising. But the one thing that surprised me the most, though, was... So in the course of them going back to get all the stones, one of the spots was on Asgard when Jane, in the Dark World, has the ether inside her. So now Thor's going to do two things here. He and Rocket are going to find Jane, get the ether, in effect getting the uh, Space Stone, or was that the Power Stone? What's the red? The red one. Power is purple, isn't it? Yeah, power is purple. Pa That's power right. is purple, time is green. That's right. Uh, yellow is... Soul. Soul, yeah. No. No. Boromir's soul. That was blue. That's right. Soul is blue. And then, uh, blue is a big one, eh? Because the Tesseract yeah. was blue. And then the other one from the, the Scepter. Mm-hmm. Blue. Blue. Anyway, so uh, I can't remember exactly which one. I want to say Space Stone. Now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say Space Yeah, Stone. okay, Space Stone's yeah. probably. But anyway, so. Likely. But then the other thing is, is that. Thor realizes his mom is alive, so he wants to stop her death. And it was the, that was the beginning of the time travel stuff where I was like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? Like, don't do shit like this. They all said, don't do anything other than what yeah. we want you to do. And a couple of things just start to fall apart. It has to, though. It's yeah. a three-hour movie. Yeah. We're, like, just barely at the middle point, so you need something. But... It was great because he got to say goodbye to her. Yeah, because he never got that. He never got that, but he but I, also like I, I love when she when the, she's like, "Oh, what's going on with you?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, this sweater is uh, I always wear this sweater," and he's trying to cover up his belly. Yeah, and she's like, "Wait a minute, hold on." You're not my Thor. You're not my Thor. Yeah, and he's she's like, "Yeah, no, no, no." He's, she's like. I'm a witch. I was raised by witches. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can't see. Yeah. But my favorite part out of all of that is when he's trying to warn her, and she's just like, no, 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 no. stop, no. And he's like, no, but mom, no, no, no. And she's just like, stop, okay? It's done, you know? And then, and I called this too. I said, he's going to get the, they go back in time, he's getting the, the hammer. And you were like, oh, and then he does. Yeah. And it was, that one was played for last because he does it. And I thought it wasn't going to happen because he wasn't worthy. But then, of course, she says, well, sometimes it takes a while. Yeah, Rocket's like, what, what, are you, what the doing? fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then, of course, so they get that. 
And that was awesome. When he got the, the hammer back, I was like, oh, this is so great. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Um, is that all you want to say about Fat Thor? Or is there more? The reason why I'm saying is because... Yeah, okay, well, we'll touch on it more during the final battle chat. Okay, because I feel like that's... Because that, that's going. pretty much good. Like, yeah. okay, and I, we've kind of talked about everyone that's going to be in the final battle. I think I'm pretty pretty good and set up, I think, for yeah. that. Okay, all right. So, like we said, so the, they get all the, the, the stones. Yeah. They get their gauntlet. Hulk puts the gauntlet on because he's the strongest. He's the only one that can do this. And he explains that most of the energy is gamma-related. Exactly. He should be able so to absorb it. He should be it. able to absorb it. Um, so he does his snap to bring back everybody that was lost. And it's at this point that this giant ship that managed to go forward in time quietly, with no indication to anyone else mm -hmm. ever, Yeah. Lays out everybody. I actually thought that Barton was going to die in that scene. I thought that Hulk was going to die in that scene. You know what I mean? Because they fucking got bombed. Oh, God, yeah. Hard. It's amazing that they all live. Like, not even a serious injury. Yeah. Like, like not one, like, little bit of blood where they go, Oh, fuck, man. Like, yeah. You got me. Or, like, a tooth spit out or whatever, right? Um... <clears throat> like the scene where Hulk is one-handed trying to save uh, Ant-Man and... No, it's... Uh, Rocket and War Machine. That's right. Rocket and War Machine. Um, and Rocket's pinned. Rocket's pinned. He can't do anything. And War Machine is... His suit's fucked. Yeah, so he gets out of the suit and then That's crawls right. towards And he's Rocket. trying to... Yeah. And then we're, uh, we're left with Barton. Who, like I said, like, I thought he was going to die there with all those things chasing after him. But, uh, Can you imagine if we would have, like, at least lost an arm or something? Now, here's an archer with one arm. Yeah. Like, but, like, I know part of my ego is going, well, if they were going to kill Barton, they would have killed him on Boromir. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because otherwise, what would be the point? Because then if they would have killed him afterwards, I would have been like, fuck you guys. Mm. Fuck you. You can't. Right after he sees his phone ringing, knowing his family's back, he dies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that actually, that, sorry, that's, I jumped ahead a bit, but I loved that when he was like, mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah, and, and then and the shit hits Scott the Scott is looking out the window at the birds flying around and everything. Exactly. And I was like, that's a beautiful way to show that everything's back. But then shit hits the fan. Yeah. Past Thanos. Uh, Thanos. Everyone says Thanos, but I've always pronounced it Thanos. We've never really known how to pronounce it, just how to read it. Yeah. It's funny that, because I uh, get off on a little tangent. On the way back, I was saying to, like when I got home, I was saying to Michelle, like, it's funny because... You know, you don't really think about how to pronounce things. You just pronounce it how you normally... No, mm -hmm. where are we going? Ryan's place, that's right. And I was saying, like... Like, I always said Thanos. Like, Kenneth and I said Thanos, but now they're saying Thanos. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. But then I was also saying, it was funny how... <clears throat> I used to always say Keanu, and you would say Keanu. Keanu. And you're like, I swear. Like, he said it in an interview. And I'm like, I don't I don't think so. I've never heard him say that. And you're like, no, I swear, I swear. And then, like, I don't know. I can't remember the time frame, but, like, months later or something. And you were like... I don't know where I heard that it was Keanu... I don't know where, but it's Keanu. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Keanu, Mark Millar, we always pronounce Miller. Yeah, exactly. That one is just a Scottish The thing. weirdest one is Steve Buscemi, growing up with James. Like, we never knew how to say his last name for some reason, even though it's like really, I always said really Buscemi. short and easy. I always said Buscemi. Yeah, we just said Bushkamushki. Uh, Bushkamushki is also yeah. really nice. Steve Bushkamushki. But I also chalked it up to uh, pronunciations like uh, in Final Fantasy, there's, uh, I always called them Kokobos. Mm -hmm. 
spelled C-H-O-C-O-B-O, but I've heard people call them chocobos. Right? Is the H silent or not? Yeah, my argument was, my name is spelled C-H-R-I-S, I say Chris, so I would say Kokobo, but chocolate is spelled C-H-O, yeah. so I can see why people would say Chocobo. It's wrong. Completely <laughs> wrong. It's Kokobo. It always has been. It always will be. Could be Kokobo. Could be Kokobo. It could be. It's not that either, actually. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so a little bit of a tangent, a little bit of a yeah, tangent, but anyway... Fine. Uh, this Thanos, someone told me, they were like, I almost feel like he's more ruthless in this movie. And my immediate answer was, he was, for two reasons. First and foremost, he's in the thick of it. He's on the hunt. This is him trying to find the stones. This is him at his most ruthless. And also, they had to make him this way because there were people at the end of Infinity War that almost felt he was a sympathetic bad guy. You know, like on paper, his idea was to get rid of half the population so that the other half can thrive. Yeah. You know, so balance. You, so you see him before that, and you're like, this is a bad fucker. Right. Like, never mind that, uh, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, I get that part, but couldn't we just use less stuff so that more people could have more stuff? Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Let's mm -hmm. not exercise any self-restraint. Let's just make it so that I can gorge now because I've got more than I would have had. Because my neighbor over there is gone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, I get the concept and I can understand why some people would feel that way, but I never thought of him as an, a sympathetic bad guy. He wasn't like uh, like Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2. Yes. Or even Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. That's right. I went two Spider-Man movies. But anyway, like those ones... Whoa! <clears throat> like, Vulture. Vulture is always interesting because he starts off as this guy who's like, I'm just doing it to save like to put food on my family's plates and i and i hate tony stark and that rich elite mm. but by the time spider-man rolls around now he's part of that one percent that he was rallying against yeah. it's just now he's really good at his job right so it's kind of an interesting thing but anyway so thanos is ruthless <clears throat> the uh the scene where the nebulas link up when they're both in the same time period i was like I never even thought of that, and when it happened, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, because now, through future Nebula, past Nebula, tells Th Thanos exactly what's happening, so he's like, I won, I mm -hmm. fucking won, and he doesn't, he's, I, I got the impression that he wasn't going to do anything, because he saw the future, he saw that he won, yeah. until he saw that he died, and then he's like, okay, let's get the stones now, yeah. let's get that shit now, because yeah. I don't want to die, you know? Um, so, him being ruthless, another thing that I really liked was he's in his battle armor. See, I love that. He was a little cocky right in Infinity War, he <clears> already <throat> had the stones, some of One them. of the guys I work with, Vern Heider, actually Vern. pointed this out that I, I never made this connection to but he actually goes like this, because like up until recently, I've been playing movies at work on our 4K setup at the Power Center, which you should come out and see. And I would alternate between uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Mission Impossible 6, and Infinity War. And right at the beginning, Thanos is in his battle armor, gets the, uh, the, stone, the Tesseract. Mm -hmm. Was it the Tesseract? Yeah, you got the Tesseract off from of, uh, Loki. Loki. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and immediately starts shedding his armor. 
And uh, and Vern goes, yeah, you know, he's shedding his armor because he's more and more powerful. And I went, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Don't need the armor now. That's exactly it. Because why would you need the fucking helmet and the chest plate or even a weapon? His weapon was awesome. And Yeah, that was awesome. But why would he need that? Because he's already got, you know, yeah. at this point, two of the stones, right? Mm-hmm. Or one of the stones. He only had the one in the beginning. He had the one on that, on the ship and then two by the time the ship was done. That's right, yeah. Because he took, he took out Xander and he got the stone from that. That's right, that's right. But I remember, I was just like, huh, holy shit. So then when you see him in the suit, you're like, well, yeah, of course he does. But he's no less a threat. He's fucking brutal. He, the way he moves and fights at his size? Yeah, like, oh my god. Guys, like the Undertaker of supervillains. Like, fucking incredible. Just <laughs> absolutely incredible. And so, we get to the point where it's a down to Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. Yeah, they walk up. Cap and Iron Man walk up. Thor's just standing there. And they're like, what's he been doing? He's just, just, wait, sitting, just there. sitting there waiting. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. This shit's about to get real. And then Thor finally gets the suit. And his beard gets all braided. And still got that belly. He still got the belly, but with the armor, he just looked like a badass Odin. He looked like Odin. He, he looked, looked like Odin. badass. Uh, but I'm glad that they kept the belly, though. Like, yeah. I'm glad that it wasn't one of those where, like, boom. But to see him, like, especially because when the last time we saw him, like, go thunder and lightning was Ragnarok, actually. Yeah. When he had the lightning bolts for eyes and shit, you know, and they were saying, like, you didn't need the hammer at all, but I love that they brought the hammer back and Stormbringer. Mm-hmm. And it's a brutal fight. It is so brutal. It is crazy brutal. It is unbelievably brutal. Um, and even like, like Cap is just getting beat the fuck up. The shield gets shattered. But he is not backing down. Why would he? You get that awesome. Well, what? Uh, Oh, that's right. Iron Man gets taken out by the hammer. That's right. Because Thanos deflects it off the Cap shield or yeah, something like that. something like that. Like right? that. Breaks the shield, too. Well, not till Cap's holding it. That's right. That's right? right. Yeah. But before that goes down, Cap picks up the hammer. It happened. I thought he picked it up after the shield was broken. No, no, because he had the shield and the hammer, and he's going nuts with it. I thought the Decimated were back by then. No, because he loses the hammer, and the hammer goes flying, and now he's just got the shield, and, and Thanos is just hammering down the right. shield. That's right, that's right. And then there's that scene like he's like busted up, and he's cinching the shield to keep him himself in place. That's mm-hmm. right, and it's all broken. He's about to do like his last stand. Yeah. And then Falcon yeah. says, on your left. Yeah, on your left. I was like... It's like, what? And then you see the portals all start opening? All over? All like... Wakanda, from the Wakanda fuck. rolls in, and then everyone from the uh, from Titan comes back. Like, oh man, just like it was so cool, especially because like I was like, okay, Cap's dead. Yeah. Cap is fucking dead. He's I thought done. this was it. This is the well, last stand. Before now that we like, I, I'm brought up to speed, and I, I remember everything the way it should be. Uh, Cap with Mjolnir. Here's the thing about the comic books: you knew it was going to happen because you, you knew he did it in the comic books, mm-hmm. right? And I remember saying to myself, I was uh, I was disappointed that he just moved it in, in Ultron. Ultron. But 
after that, I was like, well, there's no way they're not going to show but it. But the fact that he budged it gave Thor the idea that, whoa. Yes. So but, when he's about to get killed and Cap picks up the hammer and Thor goes, I knew it. That was awesome. When he goes, <laughs> I knew it, I was like, yes. Yeah. But then, I don't think I've ever seen it in the comic books where he called the lightning. You know what I mean? Like, he's held it, he's used it, but the fucking shit they did... To see him fight with that hammer? He fought, like, Captain America with his shield, with the hammer, with Stormbreaker. And Thanos had no idea what to do. Like, he was just... He was getting his ass handed yeah. to him. Like, handed to him. And then, uh, like, even they're switching off, like, Thor's now has the hammer... Uh, Cap's got Stormbreaker, and then finally, like, Thor's just like, no, you yeah, take the little one. You take the little one. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, that's even funny. That's, and, like, they're yeah. fucking kicking the shit out of him, and then it just all goes to hell after that, and you're like, okay, this is it. Cap's done. It's finished. And I'm sitting there like, okay, all right, I think I'm ready for this. I think I'm prepared for this. But then the Decimated come back, um... <laughs> So fucking amazing. Yeah. It was so fucking amazing to see that. And I love it when, like... That... Oh, by the way, once they all come through, you finally, after, uh, what, 11 years, got to hear him go Avengers Assemble? Oh, well, man. Uh, you, you never, gonna, I don't think he ever said he it. He never... No, no. He never once. He never once. Avengers Assemble. Yeah. And I know. Assemble. I was like, yes! That made me... So, I was so pumped. There's the scene with Tony Stark and Spider-Man where he's just like, hey, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, like, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, one second I was here and then I was gone and then Doctor Strange says that it's been like five years and then Tony just hugs him. And he's hugs like, him. oh, oh, this, this is, is nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. I got a little teary up about that one because I was like, man, that's so great. Like, yeah. he's he's finally just like, look, just come here, you mm -hmm. know? And, you know, it's one of those where like, this is all that Peter ever wanted anyway. So now he gets it. And you're like, yeah, kill mode. Yeah. If you would have said, hey, Chris, not only is he going to use kill mode, but you're going to be like, fucking right, I would have been like, you're a fucking liar. There's no way I'm going to be okay with kill mode. 100% fine with kill mode. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's cool. I got this. I got this. And then they start ripping his arms off. He's like, yeah. I don't got this. I don't, I don't got I this. I got this. But that was awesome. And yeah, like that part, like you said it earlier, where, uh, where it's like, hey, Queens, catch. Yeah. You know, and you're like, yes, like all these little parts where you're just like, oh man, this is so awesome. And I still think the, the female cheese shot was great. The way you talk about it would have been way better. I agree hundred percent. It, the way it was shot pulled me out of the movie. Because personally. like, I was it, just it like, is kind of uh, It really just, just put the battle on pause for that moment. Where you've like, got like oof. rescue, just like, yeah. oh, wait, photo op. Everybody, so I, I get that. Like even like, wasps are like flying in and then blowing up and just like, hey, I'm yeah. here too. I, I get that. So like, I understand that completely. It was still, it was still awesome that they got that little shot and they did a lot of ass kicking in that. Like, it was fucking great. Um, Scarlet Witch pummeled Thanos. Oh, see? Now right here is where I'm like, Scarlet Witch should not be getting a Disney Plus show. She deserves her own movie just as much as Captain Marvel because she was amazing. I mean, if that ship didn't start shooting, she would just destroy Thanos. It would've been over. She pummeled him. Yeah. Like I was, I actually was literally like, okay. Like, and I love it when like, she gets all like, like Cap you was took gonna, everything yeah. from me. And like, I was Cap was like, gonna, Ugh. like Cap was kicking the fuck out of him. He and Thor was kicking the fuck out of him, but yeah. she was like, she was gonna kill him. And and just his eyes, like he knew he's it. like, oh, this is happening. He fire knew. everything. Yeah. And, and he then, was like, I. 
Mott? Mott? That's yeah. his name, eh? He's like, but sir, or sire, or, or yeah, or, whatever. The... God, whatever, just yeah. shoot. <laughs> okay, fine, we'll do it. Yeah. And then, uh, so that happens. <laughs> and then, like, you almost get a hint that maybe, like, oh, at one point, like, uh, Tony goes, like, so, like, this is it, right? To Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange's like, I can't tell you. Mm -hmm. If I tell you, then it's not it. But then at that last second, he just kind of goes, and then Tony deeks out Thanos, because Thanos has got the gauntlet. They finally, like, he finally gets it after playing catch with all the heroes yeah. and stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then he goes, I am an in inevitable, and I was like, ugh. And then Tony, Snap. and I, just before he said it, I went, I am Iron Man. And he goes, I am Iron Man. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. And it was awesome. Yeah. You got to see, they all got dusted. Thanos got he, dusted. He sits down, and he's just like. He, he, yep, fuck me. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm done. You, you won. And wow. then you get something that would I never thought would have happened. I. Chris Mercier, who have said in countless camcasts that Tony Stark is not one of my favorite heroes. Yeah, some of the movies have been really great, but my go-tos are Captain America, Spider-Man, mm -hmm. Superman, Batman. Hell, I'll rewatch Infinity War and Endgame till I'm blue in the face, right? Mm -hmm. But the Iron Man movies don't necessarily go back to all the time. Cried. Cried when you realized he was dying. Yeah. Um, it started, 100% started when uh, Tom Holland was like, hey, Mr. Shark, wake up, Mr. You're Shark. You're choking up right now. It's yeah. starting to hit you. I am, because it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking, it is raw still. Yeah. And he's just like, no, nah, like, come on, man, wake up, wake up. And you're like, and you see him, and he's half, he's all fucked up on the one side, but he's pale white on the other side. And you're like, there's no way. Rhodey comes up to him first, right? Rhodey does. And Rhodey's looking at him, and, and then he's just like, he's smiling at him, like, it's okay, bud. Yeah. And then that's when Peter comes up. That's the one that always gets me, though, because yeah. you had that scene in the first one that always gets me, where he's just like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, God. And I'll switch. This 16-year-old kid, who's only been Spider-Man for maybe a year, who goes from, you know, Queens to a fucking planet. Yeah. And all he's ever wanted to do is be an Avenger, gets to be an Avenger, and now has to die. And because of his physiology, it's Knows taking it's longer. And yeah. Now it's like he almost realizes I'm a fucking kid. Now you have that same kid with his mentor, sees the same thing, and he's just like, I just got you back. I don't let you go, right? But Pepper is the one that Pepper. tipped it over. Pepper, like, I was, I was, I was holding it together pretty good, but I was as not, soon as Pepper I walked was crying, up... But you were crying Pepper, good. Pepper, Pepper really just like where she's like, you can rest now. And that, you're just like, oh, now, no. now I'm tearing up. You're like, no, you can't because you got a kid. Like she's like, it's you okay, know? you can rest now. <laughs> it's like, oh, exactly, and it's like, oh, are you fucking wow. for real, Tony Stark, the guy that started this, and and I've said before, I was mentally preparing for Cap because I felt that Cap would be the one to end it. Mm. Tony started it; he should have ended it. And I think, again, it was just one of those because I like Cap more. Yeah, it's a real full circle, right? I feel like Cap has always been more the hero. But again, like I said, this reluctant hero thing, Tony had no choice. He had to. And he knew that at the end of the day, he was the only one that could do it. Yeah. And so he does it. And you're just like, fuck. 
Like, it's so crazy. And then you think you're okay. You think you've cried your last little tear. Then happy fucking Hogan has to talk with Morgan. Mm. And, and he says, uh, you're hungry? What would you like? Cheeseburgers. And he goes, your dad loved him. Like, fuck you, yeah. sons of bitches. I'll get you all the cheeseburgers. <laughs> you know? And you're like, good oh, God. It's just seen Tony's little trophy thing that Pepper made for him, too, on that raft. That's proof that it Tony Stark has, uh, yeah. has a heart. Yeah. I was just like, oh, man, you guys are really killing me here. <laughs> yeah. Now, man, like, it's still... I I don't think I'll ever be able to watch that movie without getting teared up, though. Because I've watched Infinity War countless times. Honestly, countless times. And that Peter Parker scene always gets me. Every mm -hmm. single time it always gets me. This one will always get me. Um, this but, one's going to get me hard. Like, like, I watched it I watched it the second time on Sunday, and I actually felt that it hit me harder It's worse when the you know second it's time around. It's actually worse when you know it's coming. When I knew... Exactly. Exactly. Because and that was the, the first time I was just like, oh my god, this is happening. This time around, before the snap even happened, I could feel my body just like getting really choked up. Yeah. Like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I think go. that's the same reason why uh, the Infinity War one hits me so hard because I know it's coming. Yeah. And for the reasons, like I said, like this is still like a 16-year-old kid, you know? Um, <clears throat> but then, yeah, like it's just so crazy. And then you also now get, like as we mentioned before, that Cap's going back in time to put the stones back. Mm -hmm. And instead of coming right back, or instead of having Black Widow right back... Um, He's off to the side on a bench, and now he's old. And we find out <clears throat> that he actually, like in his his words, he settled down with somebody. He Bef doesn't say who. Before before that point, though, like before he's about to go in the thing, and Hulk, everyone was like, "We'll see you in about five seconds, right?" Yeah. But Winter Loki or Bucky hugs him and says, "I'm gonna miss you, man." Yeah. And Bucky, I was like, "Because Bucky knows." I'm like, they talked beforehand. Yeah. He probably said, "Hey." What do you think about me giving the shield to Sam? I guarantee it. And he was probably like, Sam deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, um, even when the old when old Steve popped up on the bench, Bucky didn't walk up and say anything. He said, Sam, go. That's right. He knew. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's just like, hey. Yeah. And, uh, and that ending was a perfect ending for Cap. But this is where I'm saying, like, as long as you don't think about it. Exactly, because here's kinda the like time we touched travel. Upon this. We touched upon this with the uh, Black Widow's death, um, and you're going to touch more on Gamora. Yeah, because you you haven't finished your Gamora. I haven't men so. you mentioned the Gamora thing yet. No. But but again, that's that's another one because this is like past Gamora. Apparently, is running around in future. Is it that though? Like I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was because Peter's looking for. He's searching yep. for her on the screen. Yep. We got her little Asgardians of the Galaxy tease with Thor, which was funny. And, and it actually makes me wonder if Thor will be with them, because James Gunn already has his third script written. I wonder if Thor is in it. That's the thing. I don't know, because he was fired yeah, for a year. He didn't know what was going on. You could tweak it fairly easily. You could. And I don't see why you wouldn't. I, Especially because, I hope, yeah. because Ragnarok ends it on a very Guardians-type vibe. Yeah. You know, and, uh... But then who do they go up against if they have the power of Thor with them? But now? hold on, hold on. Uh, <clears throat> the other part is, is that the script for Infinity War and Endgame was also finished. 
So much so that Captain Marvel had to be spliced in there, mm-hmm. right? So wouldn't it stand a reason that Feige would have had that on the spectrum and say, hey, what about this? I mean, yeah, I guess so. But And I mean, like, that opening interlude with an Infinity War with uh, Thor and the Guardians is gold. Yeah. Like, that is, like, that's one of those ones where, like, you would never think it would be great. Because, yeah, they did As Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books, but that was with uh, Angela. As Guardians. That was with Angela. Yeah. But they no, were all Angela as- and the Guardians. Because Angela... No, the- they were all As Guardians. There was, there was... I don't think any of them were Guardians. You're wrong. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, okay. There might be more As Guardians than I'm, I'm saying, but... Okay. Because, like, Angela was a Tom McFarlane creation that Marvel ended up buying and then retroactively made her an Asgardian. Yeah, that was weird, eh? That was dumb. It was a Tom McFarlane, Neil Gaiman co-creation. Gaiman, oh, that's right. Gaiman they, won this lawsuit against McFarlane. That's right. And then, and then gave, sold it to Marvel. It's the same reason why Marvel has the Marvel Man. Yeah, that they're uh, not Miracle doing Man. anything with. No, they just did the reprints and then yeah, that's it. like, why? It's, well, part <laughs> of the reason why, though, is that, like... Marvel Man slash Miracle Man, it's too dark of a character, and you can't put him into the Marvel Universe the way he is. So you'd have to change the character, and in which case, why bother? Yeah, but they changed Angela, they changed the Supreme Power guys, Squadron Supreme, they changed... Conan is now in the Marvel Universe. I just... He's I, an Avenger now. Conan the Barbarian's an Avenger. Yeah, I know. I caught what that. What world do we like, live in? I was like, what the fuck yeah. is happening? But I, I, you know what? I don't know. I just feel like... Or it could even be something as simple as you don't have a writer that has a good enough hook. Here's a crazy idea. Bring back the Max line. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. This would be the perfect time to do the Max yeah. line. It was an awesome line. I love the Max line. Supreme power? Supreme. Oh, those, those were golden years, man. That whole initial run was awesome. Supreme Power, <laughs> Alias, uh, Garth Ennis did that big run on the Punisher, which was insane. So Speaking good. of Garth Ennis, uh, how do you feel about the boys on Amazon Prime? I never really cared for the comics. I'm not really excited about the show. That's how I felt, because like, I never even read the comic books, but I remember just being like, okay, so it's like a, a filthy, fuck-laden version of yeah. the superheroes. It's basically the same way I felt about Preacher becoming a show. Like, I've watched some of it on Amazon Prime now, and it's, it's a decent show, but... I, I was watched never the really first a... couple of episodes, and then I just... I, I, wasn't like, I was like, oh, okay, but yeah. then I just didn't... Yeah, I started watching it, I was like, this isn't that bad, but then I, I got pulled away, and I just stopped, so I guess it wasn't as good it's as It's how I felt. Was. It was the same thing that happened with uh, The Walking Dead for me, where I was in, and then I was out. And then yeah. I was like, ah. I'm yeah. Gonna, you know. Um... Okay, so the Gamora stuff you were saying? Yeah, the Gamora stuff. I'm assuming she... So she stayed in this timeline, or did she somehow go back to the past? Because it could be, if she's in the past, then she's going to eventually catch up to our people in the years, right? But or, she's also... Or, if she, you know she's what? from the past. She's from the past from a different timeline, though, correct? Or is it our time? Well, our past. there is no different timelines. There's only one, remember? Right, so... That Gamora is still going to die, or is that all reversed and she'll continue on and eventually meet up with See, that's again? that's the part where, like, when you think about it, now it starts to fall apart. Yeah. Because it would stand to reason that that Gamora has to, at some point, go back to her own time mm-hmm. to live out that process. Right. right. And then... 
Because uh, I guess she wouldn't still die because Thanos was dead now. She would continue living. But that's the other thing, right? right? Like, And if she continues living and doesn't meet the Guardians the way she did originally, will she still get to this point where Quill can but now But by their her? rules, yeah. they, she would have to. Just like somehow, even though we've killed past Thanos in the future, somehow he'd have to... Go back and do all that thing. That was my dad's complaint when he walked out of the theater. He's like, where's Gamora? They didn't even explain what happened to her. She just disappeared. Yeah, I was exactly. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, James Gunn has a clusterfuck to clean up now. Exactly. So again, <laughs> like it's a great yeah. movie. Awesome. Absolutely incredibly epic as long as you don't think about it too hard. Right. Right? Because again, like we said, I can't remember at what point we said this, but they still have a fully functioning time machine. They go, well, there's only so many pin particles. Yeah, but pin's back now. He, exactly. He's making the particles. Exactly. So you can jump time for the rest of your life. Okay, you so want. maybe uh, Pim isn't going to live forever, but yeah. why wouldn't he show his daughter how to make pin particles? Or Scott Lang, you know? Right. Or anybody that's so a genius. It kind of opens up this hole now where, like, anything that happens can be reversed. Because, like I said, like, I mean, well, I like how, like, at least when the scene in New York was awesome. I love the scene in you. Yeah. The fight scene. And Cap fighting Cap. Oh, hold on. Cap in the elevator scene. Yeah. And with the exact same lineup that he had in Winter Soldier. I thought we were going to get the fight, and then he goes Hail Hydra. I was like, holy fuck! That actually was the <laughs> only way that they could have ended that scene without a fight, yeah. where I wasn't going to be happy. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. But the fight scene between uh, Old Cap and New Cap was awesome. I was absolutely That incredible. was awesome, and it doesn't affect anything, because he thought it was Loki. Exactly. Except exactly. now Loki exactly. has disappeared. But see, Loki's covered because his streaming show is going to be Loki in and around time. Right. Okay. And this but, isn't good redeemed Loki. This is bad, bad fucking asshole Loki. Right. Who tried to kill everyone in Avengers. Yeah. But see, but even then, he would still have to get to a point where he's in the beginning of Infinity War where he gets choked out. Right. Or would he? But see, this is exactly my point. Right. Like, so this is why, like, now you're you're starting to see why I have a problem with time travel movies. Yeah. So I'm going to say this again. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Especially because... That is the trick. Here's the big one for me. Here's the one where I'm like, really, don't think about it. But I do. I have to think about it because I'm fucked when it comes to this shit. Cap's ending is... He's sitting on the bench. He's old Cap. Okay? So. Yeah. It's a beautiful way to end this story. It is absolutely incredible. I He's love talking it. to Falcon. He's got he a wedding Falcon. ring on his finger. That's the thing. I noticed the ring and I went, oh, he got married. And then so Falcon goes, he actually <coughs> says it. He goes, uh, I see you got a ring there. You want to tell me about it? He goes, no. no. I don't. I don't. And I was like, that's really nice. That's and then they really cut back good. to him doing the dance with Peggy. And they do the jazz song. And he's dancing with Peggy. So he got his dance with Peggy, but they don't explain whether it was actually her that he married. I'm going to say yes. And if that's the case... But, oh, yeah, go on. If that's the case, then Cap just went against everything he stands for because he made a timeline where all her grandkids and everything don't exist anymore that she talked about Winter Soldier. Or... 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 Because in Winter Soldier, it's vague about who her husband is. Right. She doesn't say his name. She does say Cap rescues him. Okay. However, that could just be the story. Uh, or it could be a little bit more in-depth, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, and also, because like I said, I watched two seasons of Agent Carter. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, they really built up this Sousa character as a potential uh, husband for her. Okay. The reason why I say this is because his core personality is very much in line with what Steve Rogers has. Yeah. Is, like, what's right is right and what's not. I'm going to fight for what's right and that's it. So mm-hmm. he's very much an honorable man. <clears throat> and uh, so you could argue that she gets knocked up by Sousa. Yeah. He dies. At that crucial point where Cap comes back. Because this is like after Cap's frozen. Right? Mm-hmm. So he could have been the surrogate dad to these kids. Could have been. Because otherwise, you're right, he either get, they knock those kids out of this timeline, or he's the father of these kids, but even then, that makes no sense because... But then, then Sharon be his granddaughter. Right. Which means that she, in which Grand- a soldier, would know that she's making out with her... Grandniece? Grandniece. Or she would be his niece. That's niece. Like, yeah. So, but in which soldier then, she would have known she was making out with her... Uncle. Right. There's that. Or or you've got two kids that are uh, super-powered right. on, some, on some level. That's right. also a possibility. But this old Cap would be in a different timeline now. He would never come back to this one. Because this timeline already has a Cap. Uh-huh. So unless he jumps time again to come back to this point... But, see, that's the thing. So, again, you right? have a part where you have to go... Hold on a sec. Yeah. Right? So, initial timeline. Yeah. Steve Rogers, skinny kid from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. gets the super uh, Project Rebirth, becomes yep. Captain America, mm-hmm. gets frozen in a block of ice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Gets unfrozen, mm-hmm. beats up with the Avengers, goes through all his, his things, right? Yeah. Goes through time. Yeah. To come right back to this point. Right. To live out old. All that life. Right? Yeah. Purposely doing this because typically this is a time loop, right? So my favorite example of a time loop is Terminator. <clears throat> Sarah Connor has John Connor. John Connor grows up to be the resistance, the leader of the human resistance against mm-hmm. Skynet and the Terminators. Skynet, in a bid to kill him, sends a Terminator back in time to kill Sarah Connor before she's pregnant with right. John Connor. Or any way before he's born, right? right? John Connor sends the guy named Kyle Reese, who he knows is going to be his father. He doesn't tell Kyle Reese this. Yeah. But he sends him back in time to stop the Terminator, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so in order for John Connor to live his life, he's got to send Kyle Reese, who's got to stop the Terminator from killing his mom, so this can happen, right? Yeah. That's typically how a time loop works. A closed time loop is just like that. This Connor, John Connor here, can continue, but this loop always has to happen. Like Kyle Reese especially, always has to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? There's no time loop here. It's just this weird fucking thing where it should be a time loop, right? But my biggest problem with this, forget about, the, about all the time travel stuff. Forget about it. My biggest problem is you have the guy, well, even when he was... The smallest runt of the litter didn't like bullies. Mm-hmm. Didn't care where they were from. Just didn't like them. He would stand up for anybody, even though he physically couldn't. Remember when we did First Adventure and I said, 
Peggy Carter was already falling for him before he became yes. Captain America. Yeah. Because she saw what Erskine saw. That he really was a good guy. He just didn't have the body to do it. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene in that movie, one of my favorites, is when they're driving to the, the place to actually do this. And he's like, got my ass kicked there, got my ass kicked there, got my ass kicked there. And she's just like, why didn't you just run? And he's just like, yeah, but I mean, eventually they'll catch you, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you stand your ground, push back, eventually they leave you alone. She immediately is like, she's in. Now she's in. So even if that failed, and he was still going to be regular Steve Rogers, and he wasn't going to be Captain America, she was going to date him. Yeah. Okay. Simple as that. <clears throat> now, you want me to believe that he goes back in time, lives his entire life with Peggy in secret, knowing what he knows. Vietnam happens. Captain America doesn't show up. Desert Storm happens. Sure, he's older, but Captain America doesn't show up. Doesn't have to be Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. But he has to hide himself because... Somebody will recognize him. Somebody will go, wait a minute, yeah. aren't you Captain America? Yeah. You're not? Are you sure you don't look like the same dude that's in this entire memoriam for you? Are you sure? Right? He's not even going to be like a police officer in the local police force to fight crime. He's literally going to just be like, no, 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 no. I did my time. Do you believe that that's how that would happen? That's what I'm thinking. Like, he had to jump from another timeline to here to give the shield to Sam. Because how else would he live through all that and, and be himself? And just sit back. And just sit back and watch all this happen. Like, that wouldn't be Captain America. Not to mention going to Bucky, hey, I'll see you in this spot in 80 years. Like, how do you know you're going to be alive in 80 years if you're just going to grow old? Exactly. You might fucking die of cancer. You know, 65. and I mean, okay, like, granted, I, I always kind of like the idea that the super soldier, super serum, super soldier serum... In the comic books, slows his aging down. Yeah. Okay? And it's because of the soul, the serum that he was able to be frozen in ice. So those two things are the, one of the main reasons why he got to where he is. And I do like that it kind of slows down his aging. But I did like that they aged him. It's just like I said, like it's a beautiful, happy ending. It is. Until you think about it. Right. <clears throat> and that's why... I thought about it a little bit after the first viewing, but that I couldn't help but think about it after the second... And I'm just not going to think about it. That's exactly it. Because it's a beautiful ending. And you know what? For the people that aren't crazy like us, they're not going to think about all that shit. They're going to go, that's really nice. And it was. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, he got to get the dance. And then I started to get choked up again because, like, because it is great that he finally got it. And especially because they kept showing that old fucking picture holder that he had the compass with her picture in it and i always thought that was beautiful because that's his north his center right yeah and so even though you said well they didn't reference sharon at all in this movie and i agree and i feel like they should have but the reason why they didn't was because they didn't want you to go yeah but i kind of wanted him to hook up with her Mm -hmm. because then that's not the ending right now he's doing the same thing he does in the comic books, where it's that never-ending battle against truth, or uh, whatever the fuck. Or never-ending battle for truth and justice, yeah. and yada, yada, yada. Whereas he gets that ending where he gets to do that. So yeah, like, don't think about it. 
at all. And I don't think I will because, like, it's almost like it's not fair because to think of it like that because the movie is so fucking, like, epically bittersweet. And like I said, like, you get definitive endings. But with the time machine, you do have a way to bring these characters back mm -hmm. in a way that makes sense in this world where most people won't go, uh, that doesn't jive. They could literally just be like, like, if all of a sudden, uh, and I firmly believe, like, even if Endgame doesn't become the biggest all-time blockbuster of all time, it's really going to have to, like, there's going to have to be a ton of things to happen for this not to happen. I feel like it's just, it's either going to be there or just barely doesn't do it. Yeah, the only thing that's going to stop it from getting there is the fact that Avatar opened at Christmas where there was no competition. It was able just to hold the box office for a month, But two really, months. what kind of competition do they have for the next month? Well, for kids, they got Pikachu coming out. Okay. All right. Kids and adults. Like, I mean, there are... There are a week after lines. that is Godzilla. Again. Two weeks after that is Spider-Man. That's Well, that Spider-Man's two months away. Is it July? It's July. Okay. July 5th. Okay. July 3rd, sorry. Okay. So, like... And also, like, I feel like Spider-Man will get a massively huge boost from Endgame. From, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, like, Captain Marvel's still reaping the benefits of Endgame. Like, in fact, it's got a boost because of Endgame. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not sure why it was still in the theaters, to be honest. That movie made a billion, and I'll say this, it shouldn't have made a billion. It, uh, yeah. I it, love... It, it's Disney. You I know. love her characterization. Like, her character and her characterization in that movie was great. And her, uh... And Samuel L. Jackson was great. I don't want to say too much more, but I don't feel like it's a billion dollar movie. I feel like, and I've said this, I've, I've made the mistake of saying this online, and having like, all yeah. these people that know everything chew me out. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. Disney does this where they'll bump their movie to get to a certain spot. They'll go hire the guy or get their guys to go watch the movie and boost the box office. I didn't know that. Black, That's Pan gross. Black Panther was in ninth or tenth place at the box office at around six six hundred ninety two million. In its last weekend, it got the sudden boost to bump it to seven hundred. I remember I was really shocked that, like, like it just shot it up. It made eight, a billion. Eight, though. It, 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 it did just, make a billion worldwide. I'm talking yeah. about domestically. Oh yeah, they bumped it to get, and once it got to seven hundred million, dead. I remember and this being was after it was, that it it was already on Blu-ray when that's all of right. a sudden it got this boost at the box and office. I remember thinking to myself, like, that seems really weird that it made it to a billion. Not yeah. that it was... Like, I do feel like Black Panther is a better movie than Captain Marvel. Even though it is. It is. Like, it is. The Lion King. Yeah. But it's, in my opinion, it's a better movie overall. Now, with, with Captain Marvel... Maybe I'm just a conspiracy theorist or something. Captain Marvel, domestically, was about $12 million away from passing Wonder Woman. It, it <laughs> I got, know, a, I, I it saw got a bump. I saw that. I remember thinking, and now, that and now weird. it's the highest gro grossing, grossing yeah. female superhero movie. Yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say about Captain Marvel at this point because we are going to do. A We're going to talk Marvel, about Captain. So Marvel. I don't want to get too much into that. And don't don't think we don't um, like Captain Marvel. Yeah. No. I I, I said like there are a yeah. lot of good things to that movie. Like I remember when I I got out of it and I was like, I was thinking to myself like, yeah, I didn't like this. And 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 I kept doing this, and then I was like. 
well, hold on, hold on a second. What did I like? What did I like? And then I was like, yeah, but I, I liked this, and yeah. I liked this, and I liked this. Yeah. And overall, like, the things that I actually liked actually are bigger than the things that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those, like, maybe I was just nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking. Yeah. Although, yeah. I gotta say, Brie Larson's gonna watch the shit she says. <laughs> but again, <sighs> save that for Captain Marvel, because this was about Endgame. Oh, and- speak of Captain Marvel and Endgame, though, I love that they gave her the short hair. That was awesome. I when they it. did that, they gave I was so hair. fucking. Like, that made I was like, me really that's happy. Awesome. That made me happy. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, and also the shit that she did, like she was giving Thanos a good fucking beating too. And I'm glad that she came in. She stopped the snap from happening. So, so she did some pretty important things. She took down his shit. Yeah. But she wasn't the one that beat him, and that made me happy because this is about wrapping up the original Avengers. Yeah, story. and I remember like when they were talking about how like uh, she was going to be the one that Thanos feared, and I was like okay, alright, and I was like, kind of okay with it, but then I was thinking about it as I was watching the movie, and I'm like, and I feel the same way, like, I'm glad that she had her big fucking moment that was like, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. and you you established that she is the strongest person in the known galaxy right now. Like when you have butter and she doesn't budge? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. That was awesome. Yeah. And I was like, okay, alright. And then she you saw that look on his face that he, that he had, he like, like, with Scarlet Witch, fuck. where he was just like, Oh. Yeah, and I like that too. But I, but you're right. Like I liked that it was the actual original, and ultimately Tony. Yeah. To to fucking end it and save the day, and you're just like, man, this is so fucking. And then smart thinking though, by having him take the power stone and hitting her. Yes. And taking her up. I know. I was like, wow, that's genius. Yeah. Very cool. Because like they were even talking like in Infinity War, uh, that scene where Cap's holding his hand, and even like Thanos is kind of like, how's he doing this type of thing? Because I remember thinking, like, how fucking strong do they make Captain or uh, Captain America? But they argue that he's in contact with the Gauntlet, and his willpower is so strong that he's actually giving Thanos a run for his money. And I thought that was a nice touch, mm-hmm. where her willpower would be just as strong. Yeah. To the point where he actually had to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, <laughs> like that <laughs> knife trick, eh? Like in. Uh, Oh, was it The Hunted? Is that the movie that I'm thinking of? The one with uh, Benicio Del Toro? Yeah, The Hunted. Yeah. And they go with those knife scenes, and he's like this, drops it, and then guts him here. I was like, that's such a cool move that, yeah. the, that he does. But So, at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just epically bittersweet. Like, that's what I've been telling people. At first, I was saying it's, it's epic. And then I was like, to be honest, it's epically bittersweet. And because... You have, for the most part, definitive endings. Mm-hmm. For the most part, definitive beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it really makes you wonder where the Avengers go from here. Because I heard, like, Phase 4, we're not going to get the connected tissue anymore. Like, they're not going to be connected. That's what I've heard. Anymore. I've heard that. Phase I've four. also heard that we're also probably about three to four movie, or years away from another Avengers movie. Yeah, like, it's going to take a while, and you're going you know, to have makes sense a lot of solo Avengers. You are still going to have to start to build towards something that's big enough for the Avengers to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it's also, part of it is they are going to see how well these movies do without Captain America, without uh, Tony Stark, uh, without Black Widow, like, without all the exclusive Yeah, like, characters. that's the thing, right? Because, like, I looked at the lineup, and right now I'm really like, 
I don't know if I'm going to really watch much of Phase 4 because... It's hard right to now, say. Like you said, you got to see the trailer first. Yeah. But right now we got Eternals, Shang-Chi... Actually, hold on. Uh, I thought about this, but I'm going to preface this really quickly. Yeah. Actually, no, no. I'll, I'll touch upon this after the fact. But okay. don't let me forget. I got okay. something else to add. I got something else to add. Okay. But I, okay, so Eternals... Yeah. I have absolutely no desire right. at all. And I did say, yeah, the trailers... But the trailers are going to have to be like Guardians of the Galaxy level trailers to bring me in. Okay? Like with Guardians, I'm not a huge Guardians fan, but with Guardians, I was already in because they said James Gunn's been. Yeah, no, and I remember that. that. So that was, for me, that was a little different. It was still me going like, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. But then I saw the trailer and then I was like, okay, all right. And then I saw the, like, the second trailer and I was like, yeah, you know what? This is actually going to be good. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, but I was like, okay, there's something here. Because mm. I was the same way. I'm familiar with the characters. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about any of these characters. I know who they are, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but what the fuck do I care, right? Yeah. I already got my team. They're called the Avengers. I don't know if you've heard of them, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like, if it's on that level, then I might check this out in the theater, Okay. But as it stands right now, I'm familiar with the Eternals. I'm not, uh, but on this, while we're talking about it, I'm familiar with them as a concept, kind of, sort of. But, like, even the Guardians, I know less about them than I do the Guardians. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you say Charlie 27, I go, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know? If you say an Eternal, aside from, uh, actually, I don't know any of them, to be honest. I don't know any of them. The only uh, thing I'm picturing is the one guy with the blue, yeah, with the red weirdos. His name starts with an A. But regardless... But see, that's the thing. Like, his name starts with an A. Yeah. Like, and I'm guessing? It's like, Kirby created them. I'm like, that's, I wasn't alive when they were created, that's and they great, mean nothing to me. But, like, Kirby also created the New Gods, and I could tell you a lot more about the New Gods than I yeah, can the Eternals. Like, I know nothing about the Eternals. I don't really care to know anything about the Eternals. That's the other thing. Even um, with Neil Gaiman writing them, I didn't read it. Like, I was just like, I don't care. Well, I'm also like, I'm not a huge Gaiman. I've never really read enough in Gaiman to actually say I like his work. I'm, yeah, I've read 1602, either. that's it. Or is it 1601? No, 1602. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, because wasn't 1603 the sequel? Yeah, something. But I don't think he wrote the scene. No, he didn't. He but anyway, anyway, so the Eternals, it's going to have to look amazing for me to even see that in theater. Mm -hmm. Shang-Chi is a little bit different because now they could do a kung fu movie within the Marvel Universe. So there's some some something there that I'm like, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. But again, we're also talking about a character that I, I could care less about. Well, that's the thing, right? You know, and they're, it's, not, they it's wanted, not about being a, they a wanted, white guy. They want to diversify in, the, in, Which, in Phase 4. Like you said, fine. We want all great. the kids to look up to someone. Do it! And when you think about it, they don't really have a ton of Asian characters, so they yeah, don't. it's going to be Shang-Chi, and I'm just like... Unless... I, I've never cared about Shang-Chi. Unless they race-swapped Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. Which... And it's got nothing to do with race whatsoever. I mean, like, I, these are just characters I've never really... Well, Captain, that's, that's Captain Marvel, that. male or female, never cared about. Exactly. Black I, Panther, never really cared about Black Panther. I will Panther. say that, uh, uh, like, Captain Marvel, like, when they r released Captain Marvel, like, the female Captain Marvel in the comic books, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I liked it because um, she her origin was surrounded by the Kree stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and she was called, uh, oh no, she was originally Captain Marvel, and then Rogue took her powers, that's right, because Carol Danvers' character, that's right, that's how old she's been around. She's been around since the 60s. But then she came 60s. back as Warbird, and I remember just being like, oh, okay, but yeah. then when they brought her back as Captain Marvel, I was like, that's great, that is awesome. And they gave her like a an actual like a battle suit, not like this cheesy fucking swimsuit mm-hmm. that she was wearing for a while there. I was like, Ugh. oh, that the lightning bolt thing, yeah, her warbird costume, yeah. Like, I mean, it's just one of those like the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Like for anybody to fight in a fucking swimsuit, right? Like it doesn't make any sense for this to happen. Like unless you're like Hercules. I still think that I, I yeah I see I still think they should have introduced her earlier. As Ms. Marvel, and then had Captain America hand off Captain Turtle. I don't even think that... I like that they're just calling her Marvel. Like, the Ms. Marvel, I don't... Like, I, I, I never I, liked that. I don't understand when they call the Ms. concept. Marvel. I don't understand the concept of, of Captain Marvel, because she's not a captain. She has been called Captain Marvel in two Hold movies on. now. No, no. She's a captain. Is she a captain? She's Captain Carol Danvers. Was she a captain, though? Yeah. Her designation on her, like, there's a picture of her. We'll talk about that more in the, in the yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel yeah. So, but yeah, no, let's look at But yeah, but anyway, I'll, I'll get into that. But anyway, um, but again, like Black Panther. See, Black Panther it was similar to Iron Man, where I was familiar with the concept, like the concept, never really read the comic books, right? Mm-hmm. I do think, like, the movie. I think, especially the sequel, has a precedent to be fucking bonkers, and it could be just as good. I hope, I hope it. it's better. I hope it's I honestly hope Atlantis, it's better. Too. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I guess now we can kind of talk about the ramifications. So this is where I was going to say there's something I wanted to mention, but in terms of ramifications, that mention of the earthquakes under the water, the fact that you said that could be Namor, I was like, that would be awesome. If that's right? Namor, that would be awesome. And the awesome. fact that it was Wakanda reporting it makes me go Black Panther 2 against the Atlanteans and Namor. Yeah. That would be fucking um, cool. <clears throat> although, isn't Namor still a universal property? If... It's a solo film. He's got the same deal as Hulk. Okay, then yeah. Then fuck it, do it. So they can't do a Namor movie, but they can introduce him into the universe. Yeah, okay. Uh, another one of the ramifications I feel like uh, that we should touch upon is now, at the end of Endgame, when you look at that Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, mm-hmm. it's a little bit darker now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially if they actually pick it up after the snapping, like after everyone's back, which I think they will. I think they'll gloss over a lot of the actual ramifications. They're gonna have to gloss over a lot. Because like, like, I don't think they're gonna actually touch upon the fact that half of that school is now graduated. Yeah. You know, I mean, good for them for like that core group from the original yeah, movie. Yeah, nice to know that the the one group got all decimated together. Yeah. At so least can, there's that, so but like, come back but now when you look at it, now you have, so there's the scenes where he wants to go on vacation and not be Spider-Man. Yeah. This isn't just him trying to be a kid. Yeah. This is him not dealing with the fact that he lost five years. Yeah. He lost a lot of these people. Oh, also his Aunt May mm-hmm. was also part of the snapping, so good stuff. And good the, uh, the shop owner. <laughs> and the shop owner. The shop owner. Yeah. Pretty much the core characters in the first movie, yeah. they all got snapped, which is great. Yeah. You know, but also not at the same time. But they're, still, they're all back. What I want to know is the trailers, anyways, for for Far From Home make it seem like Peter has never met Nick Fury, yet they were both at Tony's funeral together. But you could be somewhere like he knew who he was, though. 
Yeah. Like, they knew who each other were. Yeah. And he wasn't like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, you don't see it in the movie, but... But he was like, oh... Makes you wonder, right? But that's part of what we'll have to see, right? Uh, And also, with the recent uh, bit that they're talking about how, uh, like, Mysterio's going to kind of be like the cool uncle... You know what I mean? So now you have t- uh, Peter looking for another surrogate dad because he lost this one and he's still dealing with it, mm-hmm. right? So it is a little bit more darker and I'm like, okay, this actually is a little bit better sounding yeah. than just... Like, if they place it before Infinity War, I'm actually going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed because that's a fucking It comic. sounds like it's going to follow Endgame. Though... It has to, though. His, Otherwise, I'm going to be fucking pissed. His appearance in the beginning of Infinity War would make sense of coming back from a road trip. Right. All of them on the bus together. Except, like I said before, the costumes don't add up. Right. So, it, I, it's going to take place after Even though the uh, the Stark suit, I like the Stark suit better than I like the black and red suit. Yeah. Black and red suit looks fucking awesome. There's just something about seeing him in that bright red and blue that I'm just like, ah, that's fucking Spider-Man mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. man. Like, you fucking see that shit? Yeah. But, uh, I mean... I still, I still think the black and red suit looks awesome. Like, it's so cool. And obviously seeing an action will be a little bit different, especially with the finished CGI. So I think it'll be really cool. But it's, I'm more interested now than I was before Endgame. And I was, I'm like in for Spider-Man 2. I am so in. And they've officially revealed that uh, the elements in there are Hydro-Man, Multiman, and Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm still holding out that these are Mysterio machinations just so that he looks like... I think they are. I think they are. But then it kind of makes it disappointing that that's going to be Sandman. It's a very... That's... I think it's almost... I wish they wouldn't have said Sandman. It's a Mandarin thing again. I wish they wouldn't have said Sandman. (laughs) Like, Molten Man and Hydra Man, I'm okay with. They're throwaway villains. Because... Sandman is Hydra a pretty... Man has always been like a throwaway villain. Yeah. And I'm familiar with Molten Man too. Yeah. But I've always found like uh, the character to be a much more interesting character uh, because he's uh, Liz Allen's brother in the comic books. So we'll see what happens. But I, I think it's really just a holdover to s- slowly get to uh, like Scorpion <clears throat> yeah. um, and anyone else. Like I think... And, and Mysterio, too, as part of the Sinister Six. I think he's going to be an easy one to put in because you'll have a whole movie to well, it. we're going to have two now, right? Officially, Mysterio it'll be Vulture and Mysterio. Mysterio. We know because it's Matt Gargan, it has to lead into Scorpion's Scorpion. Scorpion. Shocker. Uh, Shocker so as four. well. So there's four. Because then they don't have to do Electro. Yeah. Although they should just because he's in the Sinister Six. But I'm okay with... Uh, with Woodbine as Shocker, and actually, like, he's just great in general, actually. Oh, yeah, he's a great actor. You ever watch Fargo? The TV series? Yeah. No, I've never well, seen it. Well, fuck you gotta watch Fargo. There's a lot of shit I gotta watch. Yeah. It's just, there's too much good TV. There is, days. there is, like, we, Michelle and I burned through Hannah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hannah's yeah. awesome. See, I'm in Stir Hannah. Oh, But then so I've good. also been working on, uh, well, I'm catching up on Goldberg's. But watching a lot of sitcoms, I've been wanting feel good television. I gotta tell you though, the Goldbergs though, like it's only within this season that just finished, I think, that we didn't actually watch all the way through because I we did kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, because right. there was only so much that they could do where I was like, I was not finding it as funny, but fuck man, 
I, I, Barry, I'm on season five right now. I fucking love it still. Barry is... Barry's amazing. Gold. Yeah. Gold. He's so good. And oh, the fact that God. they introduced Bill Goldberg on the Goldbergs... Yeah! It's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Well, I think this is this this one's season six. Yeah, they're on six now. That's right. So I we finished up season five, and then we haven't really touched season yeah. six. And I, and I don't miss it. Yeah. But that five-year run was golden. Mm. But, uh, okay, uh, final implications. Yeah, so... Okay, so other than that, like Doctor Strange two, believe it or not, I'm actually intrigued about Doctor Strange. I 2. am now. I didn't like Doctor Strange in the solo movie. These two movies have made me like him. Exactly, more. exactly. Um, it, but the Russos, you know what I mean? Again, the Russos. The exactly. Russos took a character that I have said that I I hated, and then by the end of his hero arc, I was still just like I didn't root for him. It was awesome. The way he beat Dormammu was awesome, and I, I maintained that I loved that. It was a, a flip from that classic like hero battle. Mm-hmm. I loved that. But the Russos made me go, no, no, Doctor Strange is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like he's, It's uh, the Russos, and it's McFeely and uh, Marcus. Yeah, even his appearance though in Ragnarok, I enjoyed more. Yes, I also did too. So if we get more of that kind of Strange... Which I feel like we will. I think we will. And I think we're going to get I one. I like we have to. It's hard to say because Scott Derrickson's doing it again. Ooh. Same same guy's doing it. So, Ooh. so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. He's not a really funny dude. He, he did straight up like horror movies before Doctor Yeah, Strange. but like Doctor Strange doesn't have to be funny. He doesn't have to be funny. And I don't want funny. No. Not every Marvel movie needs to be funny. Right. And I mean like... But I want a little more lightheartedness, I think. Just like... Yeah, but... Just, I, want, I want to have more emotional attachment. Yeah, but Wong can handle the humor stuff. Yeah. He can handle the humor stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Or we can even have like glimpses of the ancient one. She can handle yeah. humor stuff. Yeah. I don't want... The, yeah. Say, I don't want straight up humor. I just want... No. Tension I, breakers. I, like I said, I was, I was more emotionally attached to the Doctor Strange in these two movies just because he wasn't a prick. He was not a piece of shit. Yeah, like, I even really... got a kick, like, even in Infinity War, where he's like, look, like, when it comes down to you or the kid or the stone, I'm not going to hesitate. And Iron Man's trying to be like, oh, great moral compass. But it's like, this is the fate of the entire galaxy mm-hmm. that rests on his decision, yeah. you know? But I do like that scene in Infinity, or in Endgame, where Banner's just like, like, you don't understand. Like, we need the stone. And then, like, she's just like, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah. Everything hinges on this. And then he goes... Well, then why Strange... Well, then why did Strange give it up? And then she just goes... What? Oh. Um, He's meant to be the best of us. Here we go. Yep. I was like, that is awesome. Like, right yeah. away. And yeah. even that whole scene I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say enough good things about Endgame. Yeah, I mean, we could talk Endgame forever. Like, I could poke holes through it all day long, but I just don't want to now. Like, I mean, I'm just so great. And like I said, they have a backdoor to bring out any of these characters if this next string exactly. doesn't do well. If they if Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans are willing to come back and they or want to come back. Or if they feel like they need them but they need to recast them. Yeah. Because again, this is an easy time to recast. Oh, exactly. You know. Go to the past, bring back young Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. You know. Even though Iron Lad, I think, is going to happen. I think, and that actually, I like that. I almost kind of like the idea of Morgan uh, becoming, not necessarily... Iron Man, but a type yeah, of character. That's going to be ways off, because she's so young. That's true. That is true. That's right. She's young right yeah, now. Yeah, that's so right, because she's only... Maybe, maybe the third generation of the MCU. If we get to that point, if, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this uh, how this plays yeah. out with like, all I mean, characters. It, it'll be interesting to see. I'm actually kind of intrigued to see if 
Spider-Man can actually get to that billion dollar part. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he's always been in and around the 800 mil. It's a tough call right now. I feel like... It's a tough call. I feel like it does, though. I mean... Like, it made 800 mil without any sort of Avengers bump. I think... Oh, no, it did have a Civil War bump, though. I think the fact that Spidey can't reach a billion, but characters like Captain Marvel and Black Panther and stuff do is strange. It is very strange. I understand that, you know, female superhero, black superhero, these are very special moments. But it is But it's Spider-Man, right? He is, like, the third most recognized hero. Yeah. I think, like, now it's like, uh, they, they, it's like a top five type of thing. But I guess that doesn't really mean anything anymore either, because, like, Endgame made twice as much as Justice League in one weekend. Yeah, but... You know what I mean, though? Like, Superman and Batman are, and Wonder Woman, they're huge. Them being together on the big screen should Yeah, but that, of, that's the um, other thing, too, where you're just like, like... Like, if they had somebody that understood the characters, then it would have happened. And it was rushed. Batman v Superman was rushed. Yeah, everything was too rushed. Everything was rushed about that. Warner was just trying to catch but up. But they were also dealing with guys that didn't know the characters, didn't get the characters, and then didn't care to get the characters. That's the thing. So even if the Russos, uh, I think they've said in interviews that Cap is their favorite. But even if they didn't get the character, I feel like they would have done their best to get to the core concept of the character and go, okay, well, this is interesting. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because even, um, like, Hawkeye, for instance, I feel like Hawkeye is infinitely cooler in Endgame than he was in most of his appearances. Well, he was, but then he was also fleshed out. Like, like Ultron, got- Age of Ultron was a high point for Hawkeye. Yeah. In that... I liked that he was playing that whole, like, oh, yeah, all I can do is shoot arrows, uh, but here I go, you know, that kind of thing. And he gave that pep talk to Scarlet Witch, which I thought was really, really cool. But here, you know, he's fleshed out. You're right, like, he's a family man. He lost yeah. everything. You get Yeah, you get everything. This is a full arc for him in one film. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. Um, I don't Endgame know. is incredible. If you haven't seen it, see it. Because, seriously... If you haven't seen it, then we just ruined it all for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, no. Go back to, like, the beginning of this clip. Go watch it saying, again. Watch it. Watch it. Watch yeah. it. Then watch this. Yes. And then watch it again. And then watch it again. You know? Um, um, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, of all the MCU movies, this is the one that feels most like a comic book ripped right from the panels thrown onto a screen. Yeah. Like, Infinity War was close. Yeah. Avengers was really close. Mm-hmm. Was really fucking close. But this one? Well, actually, I would say Avengers is definitely like comic books to screen. Yes. 100%. Yes. Endgame is just better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. End, Endgame you know, is just... Like, the Russos, you know what? Endgame is Marvel like Civil Disney War. Marvel and Disney are so lucky they, they got the Russos. That high point. Yeah. Endgame is very much Civil War where they hit that high point. Yeah. Where now, it like I don't see any of the other movies having an easy time making to a billion aside from Spider-Man. I feel like if it makes a billion, it's part and parcel because of the movie. Because it generally does about 800 million. But it'll have the Infinity War bump. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, but the other ones, 
I don't know. I don't know if Captain Marvel 2 makes a billion. And I don't know if Black Panther 2 makes a billion. I think... It, yeah, it's hard to say. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's going to be trailers granted, and everything are going to be... It's hard to say. Yeah. You know? Because I, I can't really tell the future. It's going to be interesting. It'll be an interesting phase. But getting four. back to like even the, just the properties that we know are happening, like Eternals and Shang-Chi... Yeah, right now when I think about it, like all I'm really excited for of what's been announced is Guardians Three. In which case, if Gun wasn't coming back again, I wouldn't have been that excited for it. No, but like, I, I mean, it's a trailer that he's type coming thing. Back now. The trailer type thing, I'd be like, oh, uh, you know, if the trailer was good, then I'd be like, okay, I'll check this out. Um, but I, I don't know if I'll go opening night. Yeah. You know, whereas now I'm like, yeah, for sure. It's just you know we gotta wait till what twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, 2021 for Guardians 3. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I only have to wait two months for Spider-Man. Like, I honestly am really glad that that's all I have to wait. Uh, and I hope that's a, an amazing... I honestly, I just hope it's an amazing movie. Like, if it makes a billion, I'll be happy. If it doesn't, as long as it's good, I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially if they take the things that I didn't like about Homecoming and not do that shit again. Spice it up. Yeah, because, like, I mean, like I said, too, like, I'm a huge fan of Ultimate Spider-Man. Like, we both are. So, that father-son dynamic between uh, Nick Fury and Peter Parker, I'm like, yeah, like, fucking rights I want to see that shit, because that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Especially if you get that scene where, like, like uh, if they do the death thing, and, and you know, or Nick Fury's just like, like he was like a son to me, and I I could see how great he was gonna be. I mean, I do think a live action Miles is gonna eventually come. I just hope it's not too soon. Yeah, I'm to not be ready, honest, I'm not I, ready, don't, I don't want to say goodbye to this. Peter that's what I said too. Like I, I don't think so though. I think with the Into the Spider Verse, that's their way of having their cake and eat it too. Yeah, especially because Into the Spider Verse. Unless is they just amazing. have they maybe they'll have just two Spider-Mans coexist. Miles can do the Young Avengers thing maybe. That's if they do that. If they do that. I think they will. They've talked about Dark Avengers. I don't see the point I don't think that. Dark Avengers is going to happen now. That's just silly to me. It's yeah. kind of like the Inhumans. But why? <laughs> yeah. I read you somewhere know? that they were still going to try to make the Inhumans work as a movie property. But I'm like, why? Yeah. You tried it. You were about to do it. And then you're like, ah, oh, fuck, we can't do it. So we'll try it on the TV show. And then everyone was like... Well, yeah. Well, that failed. You know. Uh, but the other big implications for me is... Uh, Fantastic Four, X-Men. <clears throat> X-Men sounds like it's going to be shelved for at least five years. It, part of me feels like it has to be, but also part of me feels like they're just saying that so when they do say, this is what we're doing, it's more of a surprise. I hope they do keep it a surprise, like Spider-Man. Oh, we're just watching some random MCU movie and then some claws pop out or something. Yeah, you, or, know? you know, just something. Something. Something, or like a visor lights yeah. up red or something to that effect um but, but yeah so uh that's, so that's it for that's me giant size avengers endgame camcast the only way to do it yeah the only way to do I it i bet you the running time is probably just as long as the movie and also just so we're clear <laughs> just so we're clear it's okay to cry at this movie it's totally fine mm. or cry you... during this camcast it's okay to do that too oh no 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 yeah you don't have to give us permission it's our camcast. No, I'm giving them permission to cry during our camcast. Oh, well then, yeah, have at her. Knock yourselves Feel out. Feel that emotional attachment to us. It's been a while since I've said this, but uh, if you're not wearing your geek pants, you are... Naked! 
I like that you went smoking style. Yeah? That was good. Yeah, I liked that. I liked it. Naked. Yeah. All right. But yeah. what he said. The naked thing. Naked. Oh, Absolutely. and uh, enough said. Enough said. Excelsior. Naked. Okay. All right. <laughs> These pancakes are delicious.